0: welcome to episode 115 of the round nintendo podcast i'm jason and i'm angel and i'm elvis and this episode is called the perfect heist because as we promised last episode when i rudely cut off elvis um this episode we're gonna be bringing you full impressions of steam world heist towards Apparently. the end of the show yes because you're a good sport and a good friend and you'd love to share your thoughts on the game with the world happy 2016 yes happy new year everyone this is our first show <laughs> of the new year and as such, and our last one of the first one of the year. That's true. It is the last time we can say it's the first show of twenty sixteen. Mm hmm. Yep. Yeah. And you know, twenty sixteen's kind of an interesting year for Nintendo. It uh. It's definitely so, a year. So I just eased into that. No, but it's really, honestly, it's, it's a pretty transitional year for Nintendo because it could be mm-hmm. the last hurrah for the Wii U and the three DS this year. In theory, it it could. Uh, be more transformative than 2015 really because you know they've got their mobile strategy kicking into action their IP expansion going into overdrive and then maybe just maybe the NX comes out this year
1: well, I mean, no matter what yeah. it's just one of those years when we finally hear presumably Things. in full detail about like the next how they're moving Genere- yeah. we get answers which is always like questions. I would say like almost like the most exciting years of yes, the Nintendo years I agree the like years every transition
0: year yeah, you said transition yeah year. the transitional years are the best so for this episode because it's the first one it been- came so soon question mark? I mean is it Yeah, it's a year earlier than it should be
1: for console cycle. Yes. Which Intended is he does it every earlier. five, but it's four.
0: But it feels so much
1: well, more I yeah. mean last year when the well not last year. Um many years ago when the Wii U was announced, would not it come out a year later? Did it come out? Yes, that it November? came out
0: a year it came out, the, um, it was announced E3 2011, it came out uh, November 2012.
1: So presumably we could get something like that, where it's announced at E3 presumably. 2015, it comes out. I mean, 2016, yeah. comes out 2017? Presumably, but
0: the way things are looking, it looks like it might be 2016, which is actually something we're going to be discussing pretty in depth, because for this episode, for like news and stuff, we're kind of looking at the future of Nintendo this year, which means like what, what's going on with NX, there's new reports about when it's coming out, and what it may be. There's uh, Nintendo World getting a makeover and that has significance plus other game we are having all this stuff. So we're kind of break all that down and speculate and think about and predict
1: and theorize and talk. So... You know what's crazy? I just realized that every time, like, Nintendo always has, like... Every console they've released is always, like, really different from the last, like, really... Yeah. Well, okay, well like, after GameCube. Well, after... Well... N64 to GameCube was basically... Enough, yeah, but enough I guess great. even the way it looked in the controller was just That's really true. weird. That's the controller was very different, yeah. I mean... Like, I don't know, like, why does it feel now, like, all of a sudden, the fact that Nintendo will release a weird different console feels like such a bigger deal? I mean, like, from... It's always been a big deal. The Revolution, well, no, before it was, well, Wii, it was a huge deal. Well, I mean, it just feels like a bigger deal now. Probably because, probably because they'll probably do stuff all the other consoles do now. I think it's, a, well, every time, the Wii was supposed to do that. Do you remember
0: when they announced the Wii? It was like, oh, it's a bridge yeah, yeah, between, like, the Wii and, like, a PS3. It's like, mm, I'm sort of.
1: <laughs> but I think, um... Oh, um, I guess it also feels more mysterious.
0: I think it's a I, you know I think it is I think the 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 stakes are higher.
2: The last yes, time the stakes were da,
0: this the last time the stakes were as high was GameCube to Wii because GameCube was doing meh, and then they're like, well we're gonna make the revolution. And I was like, what is this thing? And they teased it so well. They showed it at E three uh, two thousand five. It's just a little black box. Then at Tokyo Game Show two thousand five. It's like here's the controller, and you're like, what is that thing? Then in April two thousand six. Like now we're calling it the Wii, and everyone's like, what is that name? And then in May, it suddenly all clicked into place at E three. And then there's just, like, non-stop hype until launch. So there's that kind of whole thing. But this time... D 3 in May? It, it used to be in May. You not remember that? When we were in high school, it was in May. Hmm. I guess I don't. They switched it to June... I want to say... 2000... Mid-2000s sometime. Based yeah, on the human calendar. But, and not fully, <laughs> but close. But, um, <laughs> But, no, the, um... What I was going to say is with the Wii... The Wii to Wii U, there was no weird, like, transition like that. Because the Wii was so successful, I was like, Oh, well, how are they going to do it again? Like, it's like, whatever, they have tons of cash. But this time, the Wii U's doing worse than the GameCube did. So that feeling of, like, we need a revolution sort of is, like, on steroids now. Because, like, we need... The NX needs to be... It needs to deliver 100%. It can't be another Wii U. It can't be another GameCube, even. Yeah. It can't even be another N64. It's got to be closer to another Wii, which is
1: no. I think th- yeah, yeah, you're right. I think also, um... I remember like when the Wii was coming out. It was kind of that point where like, oh, I don't really care what it is. Like, it could be as weird as they want. Like, I'm gonna get it anyway. Yeah. Like, I'm still most likely gonna get this one anyway. But it's kind of the one where you're like, oh, like please let it be something I'm excited about, as opposed to like, the we were. Right. I don't know. Like some people were more confused. Like I don't know. They didn't really care when we're not. Like we're really. I don't know. Yeah. Just stakes are hard. I really want it to be something I really, really want. Yeah. Yeah. And I think you know. I I'm think afraid part of, of it, disappointment. I, guess. I yeah.
0: I. It, it, Nintendo. Even on the Wii, didn't, like, a, they didn't.
1: They could have done anything, and they did. And I, like, I didn't care what it was. It we was, were also like, younger, so we didn't have this critical of an eye torch. Five years it.
0: ago, when the Wii first. I mean, Wii we were you. were young, the Wii man. U, sorry. No, the Wii. Yeah, the Wii U. I think. The Wii U. We, we watched the unveiling together. We were confused. And We were but, so
1: confused. But we were still like, okay, like I wasn't like like oh man. Like, you, you know what I think up. it
0: is? I think it's because, and I don't. It's gonna sound harsh. And I don't think it's to like the full extent of the meaning of the word, but Nintendo failed with the Wii U. I don't think they, like, full-on... Like, when I say fail, I don't mean, like, oh, epic fail, all da da. I mean, like, literally, they said, we're gonna do this thing, and then it didn't work as they intended. The gamepad isn't used as they initially intended. There are great games for a system. I love the two lineup. two
3: gamepads. Never came.
0: Exactly. No, but, um... It's true, though. Like, everything that they envisioned for the Wii U kind of didn't quite happen how they thought yeah, it would
1: yeah this data is um, like gimmick experiments pretty
0: much and like I love the games on the system I love what you can do with off TV play the games that do use asymmetric gameplay that do use the dual screens are really cool but those are the just, only like ones that, you two know. of them like yeah. it's really it never delivered so when we went from Wii to Wii the Wii delivered in space it was funny,
1: like, so we trusted Nintendo with like Wii. now like when someone like I remember like back when the Wii first came out and like we had like our friends over and we had like the like six people or, three or five so we could do the like Nintendo Nine stuff yeah I remember telling you, like, oh yeah, let let show our friends on like what the Wii you can do. Yeah. And then now like by showing them that it's like oh that's literally the only time you can do that. It's like, yeah. You play Nintendo Land. It's supposed to be like the thing that the Wii is capable of, but we can't show any other examples. Nintendo
0: Land was supposed to be like the gateway. Everything that else is Wii so Sports normal. Like yeah, exactly. You know? It's like it just didn't deliver on what it promised. So when yeah, we no, went Wii from Wii Sports actually. Yeah. Yeah. So basically in the past it was like when you went from GameCube to Wii it's like oh they're promising all this crazy stuff let's see if they can do it and they did it. So then when you went from Wii to Wii U you're like. Oh, obviously they'll deliver again, it's Nintendo. And then they didn't fully. So now we're looking at the NX like, well, first of all we don't know what it is, but can Nintendo even nail nail what they're trying to execute? We we don't know what it is, but will it succeed? I, I don't know. It's it's not it's not as surefire of a bet as it would have been like ten years ago for an average fan to think. Mm. But but, um, speaking of NX, though, we are getting some new info on them. Oh, and for, we didn't, I forgot to say this at the top, but, um, for those who have never listened before, just a friendly reminder, we do have timestamps to each topic we're talking about at ramtime.com so if you don't want to hear one specific thing from the list I routed off at the top, you can skip around, just, just so you know. Anyway, uh, so yeah, let's talk, we're talking NX, let's keep talking NX. So, um, the one guarantee we do have about NX, because saying that we don't know can anything. Being something's being announced. Yes, exactly. <laughs> that it's, something's happening in 2016 involving the thing. We'll find out what it is, but um, it's starting to look more and more like there's a lot more evidence suggesting that's going to launch in 2016 as well. Which I mean, you were saying like, well, the Wii U, you angel, were saying that the Wii U, well, they announced it in 2011, it didn't come out till 2012. So there is that possibility. Yeah,
1: but I guess we're also in a period where like, oh, the Wii was selling so well, they didn't have to rush out the Wii U. Yeah, yeah. Although Even the Wii was starting they to go still down, did. they rushed
0: out the Wii U because the Wii bubble popped or was starting to pop. And there weren't very many games for it, and a lot of the core fans were like, well, am I supposed to be playing right now? And Nintendo's like, well, you got Skyward Sword. Done enough? And they're like, no. And they're like, okay, here's the Wii, You just be quiet. <laughs> uh, so I think, and sales were decreasing pretty rapidly, because honestly, the Wii, in a way, was a fad.
1: Flash in the pan? It,
0: no, it was a bit of a fad for more casual people. For gamers, it was like a revelation. But for like casual folk, they get Wii Sports, they'd buy a Wii, they get Wii Sports Resort, what else maybe one or two games that are super like casual friendly but they did not have the 30 40 50 game libraries that we do so they they, 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 for for them for that little audience the bubble burst pretty quick for us it stayed longer but then as sales started go down they had to rush out the wii u to try and like you know block that from happening but uh so yeah it's more likely i think that's gonna launch in 2016 not just because a that'd be better for nintendo but there's evidence suggesting that will happen so the latest comes by way of financial news company Barron's, who this is a news site that like this is like the financiers' financial site. Like they're not like Wall Street Journal or something where the people all people are like, oh, it's a news source. Like these, this is the one Barron's is known for. Like they give analysts, they give analysis and stuff that help people in finance make their choices about what they invest in. So they come out and report that um, Japanese financial firm Nomura Securities is expecting that both Wii U and 3DS sales are going to completely fall off a cliff in the second half of 2016 because the NX is going to happen. And they they have an actual timetable of exactly how the NX will be announced. Granted, this is just an analyst, but if you're going out there saying to your investors, hey, you might want to sell your Nintendo stock or be very careful because this is exactly what's going to unfold, you probably won't be right if you're doing specifics. So Mm -hmm. I think he probably knows something. So according to him, or according to them, the company, um, the NX concept, what it actually is, we will find out sometime between March and May. Then, at, in June, presumably at E3, they will debut The Thing for play, to actually try, they'll showcase it, and then it'll be out by October or November, most likely November. So, there you go. We'll go NX from first reveal to release within the same year. And Nintendo does have a history of doing that, um... And actually, one other interesting thing that he warned, before I get to the history of that, is he also said even when the Annex comes out this year, Nintendo won't be profitable for at least one more fiscal year after that. So they're going to sell this thing at a loss, which is how they did the Wii U as well. Wii U was actually the first system they ever did that for, though. Every other system they ensured they had a profit. Hmm. But anyway, um, so how plausible is this? I, as a human calendar... I feel like I can answer that. So, Nintendo's had a history of doing this sort of thing. Oh? Where they do, like, an early reveal, followed by an E3 showcase, followed by the launch. So, take, for example, the 3DS. It was first announced as the 3D successor of the DS in a press release in, like, March of 2010. It was then showed at E3 in 2010, and then it launched slightly later than the timetable uh, Nomura Securities gave, and it came out in March 2011. So, it's, like, halfway between what they're saying is going to happen with NX and what you... Angel pointed out happened with the Wii U. Then, separately, if you go back a little further, there's the DS, the original DS. Got a press release in January of 2004, was shown at E3 in May of 2004, and was on store shelves by November 2004. So, their little timetable fits exactly with how has always basically done stuff, which is pre E3, they reveal it, E3, they show it. Sometime after E3, that ranges from that holiday season to the, to within three months of that holiday season, the thing's out. So at the very least, if it doesn't come in 2016, we are for sure going to get it by next March. Just following the trends here. I mean, there are a couple exceptions like the Wii, which we talked about, which was stretched out way further. But um, if Nomura Securities really thinks that is coming this year, Nintendo has a track record of doing that. So I think it's, I think it's plausible. I think it's actually going to happen. Um, and just in case that's not enough for you. As reason of why it may be happening, there are numerous other signs that point to 2016 for quite a while, going all the way back two years, or a year and a half, I guess. A year and a month, given that's just the start of 2016. Way back in December of 2014, there's a report that Sharp, the screen maker, was making a free form display for a Nintend- for a, that Nintendo was going to use. And remember, we talked about, oh, is it was like a donut wristband thing that would have a screen on it or whatever? Uh-huh. And then more recently, like two episodes ago, we are saying maybe it's for this controller where the screen is the controller, or the controller, like I said, plastic is a screen. Well, in that report from December 2014, they said it would go into production in early 2016 for a launch later that year. So that matches up. Separately, AMD, the guys who always make Nintendo's processors, put out a report in December 2014 saying that they're going to be making a new processor architecture for a new gaming device that's going to come in 2016. They didn't say what, but there's no PS5 or Xbox 2 on the horizon, (laughs) so I think it's obvious what it is. On top of that, you got a not very reliable... What? Yeah, good job. (laughs) Yeah, high five. You got it. (laughs) uh... What, they really call it,
1: the Xbox 2? No, of course not. I'd be
0: like the Xbox... Three? No, well considering they're going like backwards. No, with it'd numbers, be the Xbox Four at this point. Yeah, but it'd probably be called like the. Well, it depends on what the PlayStation Five is called, because their thing they like to do. Xbox is, Infinity, because Yeah, it'd be Xbox Infinite, Xbox Infinite. One? Xbox infinite. But then the problem is, what happens when they make the Infinite Two, in, Infinity Plus One? <laughs> like because <laughs> I mean, it, like the, just um, the elementary school joke like go- go- back. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah,
1: that's. That, you guys got the joke? Yeah, I mean maybe <laughs> like a few years from now, that would be like the thing to do. Yeah, maybe
0: maybe I don't know, but um, I will uh. Oh yeah, what was I saying? Oh, the, the my little
1: spiel. Maybe you, maybe one squared, like one squared. That's just one. One times one is one. They they all they'll hope that people. If they say one two, <laughs> people are
0: gonna realize it's, they're gonna call it the twelve, the Xbox twelve. That's gonna be really confusing.
1: Well, have already called this from the X
0: bone. That is true, and they to do everything they can to get away from that name. So, but anyway, um, so yeah, that's just some evidence that. Points Nintendo coming out with the NX twenty sixteen. Separately, the Wall Street Journal has previously said it could be as early as this year, and Digit Times, which is a Taiwanese newspaper that has people on the supply chain and is not always reliable. They, prior to the Wall Street Journal saying twenty sixteen, also independently said supply chains are ramping up for a twenty sixteen launch. So you got five different sources before even Barron said a word that this thing's coming in twenty fifteen. I mean sixteen,
2: sorry. So
0: it's happening. I'm calling it. This is the th- I think NX is gonna be the big thing for Nintendo this year and I think it's happening this year. It'll launch. Are you gonna get one? Of course. <laughs> I mean, do you really have to ask that question? Yes. Alright, well you did. Right. Are you? Yeah. Elvis, are you just gonna use Angels or are you gonna get a second Well, I guess it depends on if it's a handheld or a console, huh? If it's a, get, hand-holder- if it's a
3: handheld, I'll probably get it. But if there isn't then
0: well, okay. here's where things get interesting. I mean, if PS4 is still pretty, We don't weird. know, <laughs> but yeah, his, his PS4. Well, but is th- still they
3: there. already said that 30 isn't going anywhere, so that's gonna be the. Nobody huh?
0: announced it. Well, that's true. They did say the end. They're gonna will be keep it alive.
3: Filler. But they're not gonna veto it.
0: Yeah, but at the same time, I mean, if this finance guy's warning sales are gonna tank, I don't know how many games are gonna keep making for it. They'll probably round out 2016. And but I guess the
3: idea it. is to keep it alive.
0: They said that. You know what else they said that about? the Game Boy Advance when the DS came out. The third pillar. The Nintendo DS would be the third pillar. And yes, for a year, Game Boy Advance got games. It got drill dozers. The year
1: a pretty long time. It, that's
0: what I'm saying. 2016, they'll ride it out. Maybe into 2017, but then they'll eventually fizzle out. Because, as everyone knows, the Game Boy brand is now dead. Because oh. the DS took its place. So if the NX is a handheld or has a handheld component, DS and 3DS will be a thing of the past. I
1: really Absolutely. hope whatever this NX is is backwards compatible, but then it'll it not be. I know that's it, but it, <laughs> it, it kind of can't be kinda backwards can't compatible. Be.
0: Oh, well, they can do digital downloads. Maybe they will do what Xbox One's doing, where it's like, you, no, but if you thing, have though. the game, you attach it to your My Nintendo account and they can redownload it through the ESP. Oh, yeah, but that's, that's the thing, though. System.
1: That still implies that there's some sort of. I mean, maybe not Dude, all it's games have will be. a
0: controller. It's going to be. oh oh gamepad I see your point well if it matches our theory about the screen is the controller
1: yeah it could sort of unless it does like select it like oh Donkey Kong Country yeah Mario Mm -hmm. Brothers 3D World yeah I mean I feel
0: like the the simpler well Donkey Kong Country is the easiest because they didn't even turn the screen on for that and then like
1: how well like Splatoon and Smash Brothers are doing I mean I feel like you kind of like want them to function on your new console yeah but I mean Smash Brothers I mean I don't I don't see why they can't because the gamepad doesn't do anything yeah but Splatoon seems kind of like the more problematic one it's a weird situation it's like it's stuck on a thinking ship it's a really it pretty much it, it's a
0: really weird situation for Nintendo to be honest because think like be fine, but if you look yeah they include actually water them. kills them so they will all die <laughs> yeah. it's gonna be worse than the Titanic um, th- there we go Nintendo the Wii U is just the Titanic with deck chairs being rearranged um, but it's no I was gonna say that um, Nintendo's in a really weird position because what you're saying is totally true like there's these vibrant communities there's all these people playing the games what happens when NX comes out? Everyone shifts. If you can't do backwards compatibility, do they all just wither on the vine and die? I mean,
1: that's what PS4 and Xbox. I mean, they don't have. They, they've never really had backwards compatibility, but everything with turned out okay.
0: Yeah, so I mean, I guess they eventually
1: a, roll it out. Like, yeah, and I guess
0: it. I guess from Nintendo's perspective, they kind of just got cut the cord. Yeah, this,
1: this is. Just, I mean, I guess as Nintendo fans, we're not used to being like cut off from the last generation. Yeah, because we've always all had different. that.
0: But I mean, if you look at it from like just from a business, well, starting perspective... starting from the Wii. Right. Right. If you look at it from just a business perspective for nintendo they kind of need to just cut their losses and go i mean when this report came out about from barons and uh the security firm about um uh you know that campbell sales sales gonna be campbellized nintendo's profits or sorry nintendo's stock immediately dropped five percent after that it has since gone down even lower to 7.2 percent because by 7.2 percent because of some other firm in japan's like oh yeah by the way you know their mobile game they're not gonna make money off that for like a year so, their stock's actually lowest, been The biggest drop in two months just happened. So, they're looking at that probably and going, like, okay, maybe we need to roll out the NX. And then, separately, it was just announced that the. It's going to be a rushed are, project? It's not going to be rushed. I think it's just going to be they're not going to sit on their walls yeah, at least wait. Will, The messaging
1: they're system gonna, will come later.
0: Oh, God, they do that again. Well, they have um, DNA to help them with messaging. That's what they're for. They're
3: going to be the first for on console DLC. <laughs> or, like. <laughs> I guess yeah. no
1: Sega already did that. Yeah, no, Se- yeah Sega has done that. But, uh,. <laughs> what was it called the, the, the mushroom thing what the line what like where they pretty much like kept the, the Sega Dreamcast oh where they, like,
0: you got the 32X and you plugged yeah it the,
1: the 32X then, yeah. The and then the CDX then the CDX yeah. by the end of it it looks like the it's Sega that, yeah, yeah. like yeah but they're bringing that back oh I can't <laughs> wait it's so good well, the, actually, you know. What if the NX have? All these ports on it. It looks like back, an incomplete console. As backwards as that sounds, it's like not a GameCube. Crazy. Like the GameCube. Yeah, the GameCube did it. They had the Game Boy Player.
0: Did Wavebird. All those things later. on the bottom
1: that I never knew what they were for. Yeah,
0: but but not just that. Ooh, but they could have like, NX, I could
3: play my 3DS on the TV or something.
0: Well, that possibly is what the NX could do. Because remember the whole thing that I was saying about like the architecture of the system. They want to have it work on multiple sizes, kind of like an, like iOS. You can have on an iPhone and an iPad. It's the same baseline, but it does different things depending on what it's on. You can easily say, roll out the NX in phases and say, here's the portable NX, here's the home NX, here's how they connect and do that over six months or 12 months Mm. or 18 months. So you might actually be onto something. They could Sega it (laughs) and do like staggered staggered releases but whatever they do they gotta do something I feel like, like
1: that will be received very badly it will it for sure will there's no way well
0: unless they sell them as like nx to go and X at home it's like literally separate systems oh, yeah, yeah, that right. share an architecture I, I
1: guess I my, my, for some reason I jumped to like, like oh you're borrowing like a hard drive oh, no, 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 that'd be bad
0: but but whatever they gotta do they really gotta do it because the Wii U just hit a milestone in Japan you guys it sold 3 million units since it came out 3 million I think that's bad it's not great GameCube sold 4 million Vita was at 3.5 million by this time in its life so, it's, it's a resounding meh, but it's the weakest Nintendo's done. So, between their stock dropping, the fact that even with these great games like Smash and Splatoon, which is selling gangbusters Me's over still there. still better than... Meh's better than, like, the ship is sinking, but...
1: Isn't that like, what we said it was?
0: Yeah. Okay, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, meh, meh's better than, like, yeah, the ship's sinking, but...
3: they are making more money than I
0: am. It's true. <laughs> off special, especially off of me, But... My, my point is, my point is, you can't ride out meh. Eventually, meh fizzles out, and it fizzles out faster than good. Good first has to go to meh. Meh just has to go to bad. So, they they definitely need to do it sooner rather than later, I think. But, of course, the other half of the puzzle, which you already kind of brought up. Like, eh. Well, eh. well, eh is just meh without an M.
2: Eh? eh. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> all I had to say on that. That's
0: literally the only... In, inside, I have, but you, obviously you brought up the other half of the puzzle of all this, which is what the hell is the NX? <laughs> we still don't know any because you're like it could be expanded forever. It really could.
2: Um,
0: and while we, 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 honestly, we don't even know if it's a console or a handheld, which is what's bizarre. But we, a slip of the tongue from Tecmo Code's CEO recently actually kind of gave a clue of what Ooh, it might fired, be fired, dude. Well, he's the CEO of Tecmo Koei. He's not going anywhere. <laughs> I'm fired. <laughs> like, oh darn, I slipped up. Well. Here's my resignation. But <laughs> let me... me. <laughs> Actually, it's a Japanese company. He could do the whole fall on your sword thing in actual time. But it, it's not snapper that... snapper at a podcast company. Yeah, the, this kid in America, this kid living in LA that he he got me. Time to... Time to step down. No, um, he didn't slip up in a bad way. It's just... It, there's an interview he did with this Japanese uh, gaming site called 4Gamer. And he was asked a question about the state of home consoles and like in Japan. Because in general, in, in Japan, handhelds do way better than consoles. Like, no one plays yeah, games like play them on the train exactly so his answer he was like yeah i mean sony has a ps4 and that's doing great and then out of nowhere he just brings up the nx and he's like and it tells the nx machine coming out it's like well no one knew the nx was a home console and now you're answering a question about home consoles using the nx as an example so i guess there's a home console component for sure that might that's actually like a key part of it because no one goes like hey hey angel what's your thoughts on like the home console scene in america and you're like well the Vita's awesome It's like, that's not at all related to what we're talking about.
1: So, what if DNX is just, like, a very technically advanced, like, chest to put sports equipment in?
0: Oh, you mean a chest to put all those stupid plastic, like, tennis racket add-ons
1: to Wii remotes? No, no, no. Like, 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 something kids use to play outside with, or just play games with. That'd be...
0: Well, you know, analogs coming back. Did you know one of the hottest things at CES this year were vinyl players? Yeah, I so mean, they could be maybe going you're right. Retro. Maybe mean, Nintendo's like, you know what? They we want to reinvent the wheel. Like just bring Yeah, just just go play stickball outside.
1: I mean with their redesigned ball.
0: Maybe that's all it is. Stick, we might have cracked stick it. Stick is D L C We might have cracked you know <laughs> what? We might <laughs> We might have cracked it. Well, I watched that they wanted one architecture that works on multiple sizes and stuff. Balls come in different sizes. Sticks come in could
1: different sizes. Could be a sizes. collapsible ball that shrinks to a smaller one. So you mean a ball that deflates? Yeah, you. well what it <laughs> deflates it keeps the same um, but how does my nintendo connect to this where do you log in on this ball um the whole thing is a screen
0: oh okay you combine in the different things we know yeah, a a ball. Ball. Yeah, oh yeah. so it's a ball that's actually a screen so, so really when you throw it around you're actually playing a game it's, it could be a pokeball a mario mushroom yeah it could really another it. pokeball it be, and, and the thing has to
3: be pretty durable
0: could be a dragon ball z ball I don't know what those are called. Dragon Balls? Oh, dirt. Wow. <laughs> yes, Dragon Balls. Uh, You're right. Yeah. At Dragon Ball Z-Ball. Dragon Ball Z-Ball. <laughs> I'm
2: going to need you right, to call Where does the card. kids call it the Z-Ball?
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I need to turn in my nerd card. i they, they called it that? No, no one called it that. <laughs> that was... No. But anyway, well, whatever it ends up being, if it's a home console, the, the thing that Tecmo Coe CEO said about being a home console does mesh pretty nicely with the theories we were throwing around a couple episodes ago. Oh. Um, Elvis. I don't think you were there when we brought it up, but for those who didn't listen to that episode, in a nutshell, there's some patents that came out that Nintendo this controller that has a screen instead of a plastic top. Which like is the controller, very concerning
1: if it's literally that. But it oh, it's
0: two sticks, two analog sticks on a custom shaped screen, and then the screen has like it's like take a pro controller. What are you talking about? There's a patent Nintendo filed. Like take a PlayStation controller. Uh huh. Remove the buttons leave the sticks, and take this entire top sheet of plastic and put a touchscreen with uh, 3D free gla- uh, glasses-free 3D on it. Hmm. There's a patent Nintendo owns that has that. still has shoulder buttons. Pretty cool. Yeah, so the, the theory we had, because there's another patent Nintendo had, that um, basically you have one system that's portable, and then when you are in range of this other box, the box is like an expansion thing for the system. So the idea we had is, what if the, what if the NX is this controller, and it's a self-contained unit, basically a gamepad to go, that looks like an orange controller, and then when you come home and you wirelessly sync it to your NX Home Hub or whatever that box is, it can now display on the TV. It can do like inverse off TV play, where it's like, oh, you have on TV play. Look at the inhan-. you get the better graphics on the TV, and then the controller becomes like an inventory screen. But if you're on the go, it just moves everything to the it controller. 3D inventory screen. 3, it could be. I don't know. I'm just throwing ideas around. But these two patents are real things, and at the time, it's like, well, that'd be a cool pipe dream, but. It almost just got a little more validated, because I've been following uh, Consumer Electronics Show CES news all week, and Razer, that's the one with the E, not the, the phone? O, no, Razer-like <laughs> computers, opposed to Razer scooters and hoverboards, oh. yeah, those guys, announced essentially the bare-bones version of this whole crazy theory we had. Oh? Yes, at CES, they announced an Ultrabook laptop called the, oh, what are they call it, I have it here, the, blade, the Razer Blade Stealth. And then, you can play games on it and do whatever, but when you go home and plug in a Thunderbolt Core to the Razer Core, it's basically a graphics card in a box, and it's a spec booster. So, suddenly, your portable gaming laptop at home can be displayed on a monitor through the Core, or can get a graphics boost, or can get a sound card boost, or whatever. It's this box that's just a spec enhancer, and when you plug it in, it's like you have this crazy custom gaming rig, because the Core can be customized like a normal gaming tower. And when you're on the go, you just have to, like, tone down whatever comes with the Ultrabook in terms of processing power. So I'm not saying, like, this confirms until I was doing it. But if other companies have this idea, and if it's, we're seeing it happen, and everything that, like, the, you know, everything we've heard about on X, about multiple architectures, or, like, about how the Tecmo CEO is saying, well, there's a home console component. So far, nothing clashes with her crazy theory. I'm not saying it's for sure, but nothing clashes. And we're always seeing more and more things that kind of point to a possibility of it. So, it's my pipe dream that's never gonna happen, but I'm sticking with it. I think it, I think this this could be it.
1: Well, it. Sounds about right. I mean, Nintendo seems like very adamant about wanting to continue supporting the portable market. Yeah,
0: yeah, because that's their brand
1: butter. on their home console. Microsoft
0: doesn't. No, they at all. Uh, no, they tried briefly. Oh, with, with their phone, phone. right? Yeah. yeah, but Windows Phone's bombing hard too. Like it's not even yeah. it, not, it, when and you talk Sony about smartphones Sony also doesn't really seem to care anymore or? Sony's just yeah they I think they decide the future maybe isn't portable dedicated mm. devices but doing like we're not
1: going to entertain you while you're out just when you're back here we'll do that through apps and whatnot.
0: I suspect they just shifted their attention to things like PlayStation Now and PlayStation View their new thing is streaming games
1: hmm.
0: like okay yeah maybe we That's don't have true. you playing a game on the go because you have a phone but we could stream in theory a PS3 God of War game to your phone one day that's what they're looking at. Okay. They're doing it with TVs already. You could, if you get a Samsung TV, you have access to like 300 PS3 tiles that so you can stream through the TV. Hmm. It's kind of nuts. But uh, but yeah, so I don't know what exactly NX will be, but the fact that Razer's already doing the exact thing that Nintendo's 2 patents paired up nicely to suggest, it makes it so much more plausible to me that it could actually be a thing. And that actually got me excited about the potential of the NX as a whole, because like, if other companies can do these ideas... That means Nintendo could do these ideas, and then from there I started poking around the web, and I was on NeoGAF, the gaming forum, and found a different Nintendo patent that's interesting in its own right, and also further ties into the potential of this sort of like crazy, you have a controller, you bring it home, it's like you're on TV, play, and your controller can either be its own thing or be part of a bigger thing, and that is, what if shoulder buttons are not shoulder buttons, but scroll wheels of sorts? Hear me Ugh. out. No, no, no. Not in a bad way. They would they'd be resistive. It's not like you just flick it. Well it would be Nintendo filed a patent for this that NeoGaffer discovered. And we linked to the thread about it on Randtel.com blog post for this episode, if for those who want to see it. But basically it's a normal it's a normal shoulder button. Like it can click in. It will have pressure sensitivity. But it will also have some sort of whether it's an actual wheel or just a uh like a touch sensitive surface it will somehow know when you move your fingers left and right on it as well so for example you're playing a shooter you don't need to ever move your thumb off the stick to hit the d-pad to change your weapon you just flick left or right with your index finger while you're still aiming and shooting with your thumbs or you're going through a menu it can just kind of easily navigate by just kind of rubbing your finger along the thing or now i'm getting real crazy you're playing zelda on your normal-looking NX controller, has a screen in it. How you do a bow and arrow? Nintendo's put in our heads. Oh, you gotta do some crazy pantomiming, right? Like with the Wii is like, oh, you pull the nunchuck back and you hold the Mode out. Uh-huh. If it, if they had a scroll wheel on the shoulder button, you slightly move the shoulder button left and then flick forward with your index finger on that. Sen- you know, just kind of like a little like. No one can see what I'm doing. It's an audio podcast. Think could just hard, let go. But
1: what? I think they can make more sense just to let go. Or just
0: let go. But either way, you just why you pull back. Just by scrolling the, scrolling the uh, shoulder button, and then boom, you can fire arrows. Mm. Like there's, it's it's a cool idea because it wouldn't, in theory, if it's done well and it doesn't just scroll willy-nilly, it wouldn't hinder any existing functionality, but would add new control options. And on a controller that may not have any face buttons because it's a giant screen with sticks sticking out of it, assuming that patent becomes real, this puts back probably the majority of the actions those normal buttons would do. Because you could just replace a lot of the stuff with just different gestures on the
1: I mean, pads. as cool as that sounds, that also sounds like a lot of work that developer different developers always want to avoid when making ports. That's true. That is I mean, a, that's that, kind of well, the... Well, they also do... Yeah, I mean, that's always
0: been Nintendo's downplay.
1: I mean, that's right? always been... I mean, that always sounds like it's always, like, the main reason, like, oh, they just want to make the game, they're done with it, and then just port it over to different consoles. Yeah. Like, oh, now I have to redesign everything for this controller specifically. Yeah, and I guess I should back up because
0: now that I think about it, it doesn't replace all the face buttons. It just can act to fill some voids, but you still need to press things. Which, if it's, if the controller's didn't, all, didn't
3: it wasn't Miyamoto or one of the suits up in Nintendo saying that like it's always they they're never gonna go away from buttons and stuff.
0: Yeah, they did. They have said that before, but now they're doing smartphone games which don't have buttons. <laughs> so well, yeah, was, uh, Reg, Reggie and Miyamoto. I in guess the past. Reggie does the think that's why said, said there's gonna be no they on their and, consoles. Reggie has said multiple times when people are like, hey, how's the 3DS going to compete against smartphones? He would always go, the go-to for him forever was, well, we have real buttons. Some games need real buttons. I agree. So, depending on how that's, score- well, so if And even that- then, it's like, you can't get a,
3: you can't get Mario, or you can't get a, what's a big 3DS game that you can't get on a smartphone? You can't get Tales of Abyss. Oh, maybe you could actually.
0: <laughs> a lot of them have digital Kid Icarus Kid Uprising can barely be controlled on 3DS <laughs> It's such an awkward game Like I love the game but it's so awkward to control You can't get a full version of Monster Hunter 3 Ultimate. That's true and I mean I don't think that patents the, the final thing But like even Even if they don't do the crazy controller I think the fact that you could have Shoulder buttons that you can actually use To move around menus and pick and change weapons On the fly without taking your thumbs off the sticks Would be nice and that's not a huge thing to require for developers to port. That's no different than saying, "Hey, it's, we have our D-pad. And we also have this other thing. Just map it to one of the two. Mm-hmm. Like you're right that if there were no face buttons, they'd have to developers would have to be like, "Oh, well, I have to rethink all my controls." But if it's just map your button here versus there, case in point, the GameCube had analog, had a pressure sensitive of sorts shoulder buttons. The other guys didn't. Some developers used it. Some didn't. It worked out just fine. Nintendo made a smartphone, would you cancel your No. (laughs) No, and here's why, and it's nothing against Nintendo. But when it comes to like UI, not game design, UI, yeah, Apple is no Nintendo's way under Apple, so Who knows, it may surprise you. I I I don't think they'll surprise me on that (laughs) front. But yeah, to be clear, everything I was just talking about with those shoulder buttons, pure speculation based off a patent. Will it happen? Probably not. Would be kinda cool to see. Yeah. I'd be interested to see what they do with it. So, long story short, now that I've waded into my speculation and stuff, I think the only safe thing we can predict about the NX is that it's coming this year. Um, but let's, So let's, let's say it is, for the sake of argument. It's coming this year. Uh, in fact, let me make a bet, you guys. It's coming this year. It's coming the third week of, Fe- of uh, November, the weekend before Thanksgiving, as Nintendo always does. That's when the NX will be out, and I will bet you guys real money right now that that happens. Mm. How much do I bet? I'll bet $1.
3: Okay. You. Alice. Wait, no. All of those three have to...
0: No, no. Like, if if it doesn't come out that day, we'll do it one-sided. If it comes out that day, we'll call it even. If it doesn't come out that day, I will give each of you... Because it's like you're saying, like, I'm going to bet you for something I have a lot of evidence for, and you're going to probably (laughs) lose. Okay, then we're going to do this. Like I said, you guys won't lose anything. If I'm wrong, because they haven't passed, done launches the following March, or launches a year after they announce it, so I could be wrong. There's... A precedent, but a history of breaking that precedent. So, true. I'll pay you each five bucks if it doesn't come out uh thanks the weekend before Thanksgiving, November 2016.
2: Right now, I'll make no the weekend better. before Thanksgiving, like that
0: third weekend of November, where they are to release the weekend of like the 20th or so. Thank if it does come out that Friday or Sunday or Saturday, I will pay each of you five dollars because I'm not mm. confident.
2: Mm. All right.
0: Now, let's say it does come out that weekend. For the sake of argument, we'll buy you food. No, no, I wasn't I gonna say was that. I was gonna say, what does that mean for the current? If I, I guess we
2: won't.
0: Wait, why did I turn that down? Yes, I will take it. <laughs> sure, but for the sake of argument, uh, for the sake of conversation, I guess. Let's say it does come out then. What's that mean for the Wii U this year? It's now it's Twilight year. It's gonna be a Smash Brothers box. I guess so, because like the thing, if you look at like what the Wii U has, it has six games coming out. It's not bad, right? Like, but if you look at what's dominating the Wii U lineup, are all these like anniversary? events, so to speak. Like, there's two Zelda games. It's Zelda's 30th anniversary. We're getting two Zelda games. Twilight Princess HD in March. New Zelda, presumably, at the end of the year. And I still think it's gonna be a dual release with the NX, but we'll see. Um, and then Pokemon's 20th anniversary on Wii U. They're celebrating a Pokemon Tournament this spring, I suspect at the end of May. Not confirmed yet, but I suspect it. Um, and then beyond that, what they have are just a handful of other things. They got the Fire Emblem Shimin' Goy Tensei crossover, Star Fox Zero, um, you know, that might be it, actually. I think that's all they've announced. Which isn't bad, though. If you look at, like, the Weave's final year versus the GameCube's final year, what GameCube have? Well, Twilight Zelda Princess. Twilight Princess. Uh, Chibi-Robo was that February. Really? Yeah, Odama, that super weird the pinball one, voice the control pinball game, that was April of that year. Bait and Kato's Origins, I think, was... August or September of that year, or something like that. So they only had four games that whole year. So Wii U already is in a better position in terms of raw game count than GameCube was, and if if this is the Wiis final year, it's in a better position. But I don't know. Is that enough? I feel key? like it kind of has to be. I mean, like what what can they possibly come up with after That's that? That's what I'm saying. Because like they could do DLC. They're going to keep doing Mario Maker event courses for a while, I'm sure. I mean, they just... I don't know if you guys saw this. Did you guys see the Southwest Airlines one they just did? Mm-hmm. In Mario Maker, Southwest Airlines made a level, and if you beat the level, you get a little Skyplane Mario sprite from Mario Land, which is kind of a yeah, cool. I did see that. But the it's like really really so random. People. But my, my point is, if Southwest Airlines can make le- levels, they're, they could pump out these levels all year long and keep people busy. And Smash, obviously, its DLC ends in February. So what, what else is there? Like, what if... Is there a is there a dream game you would want? Like, I can't even think what would make sense. What would be, like, the perfect... What would you predict would happen if there is one?
1: I don't know. I mean, at this point, I would just, like, them um, I don't know, to create something that I didn't know I wanted. Those are, like, the best kind of things that always, like, make me happy. Just, like, like Splatoon. Like, I didn't know I wanted Splatoon until they made it. Like, I don't know. Just right. Something out of left field. Right, yeah. It's one, I guess Splatoon I mean, is one of those things where it's, like, who knew...
0: Tend to pull off a shooter, and then they probably made the best shooter in years.
1: Yeah, because I mean, I yeah, like I nothing about that game I expected or and or even wanted them to make beforehand. I mean, all the games they want, they already have. Like we already have our Mario Kart, we have our Smash, but we have our. Right. Well, they've said straight up that they're not going to make a 3D Mario game for this generation, and it's probably safe to say we're not going to get a Metroid Prime of any sorts.
0: That's definitely an NX thing, yeah. So i mean I, I think this Splatoon strategy it definitely i mean it clearly worked for them the game did quite well it sold over a million copies in Japan did you know I just read this the other day actually it was one of the top google search terms in Japan in all of Japan in 2015. <laughs>
1: what's this Splatoon?
0: yeah what is this Splatoon? it has three different uh manga series manga 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 series being ma- being written for it three not one not two three separate series about this thing that barely i guess it kind of has a plot but
1: it has a world.
2: It does. It has, a, whole, it has easily, a lot of world building. I should not, right. I I mean, should not belittle be little. It's just they could
1: easily follow, like, oh, let's just follow the story this inkling. And it's yeah, everyday yeah, high school drama and exploits.
0: Yeah. But, like, the fact that it has all this going for it, for a brand-new franchise, that's pretty crazy. And then, uh... Kimishima, the President, I don't remember who he was talking to. I remember seeing this somewhere. But he was saying in some interview recently that they can see Splatoon becoming a very, very major property for them going forward. Like, this... Is the birth of a new franchise for them. So, yes, surprises can work well for Nintendo, but I don't, I think, I don't think we'd see it on Wii U, though.
2: At this like, point, probably not. Yeah,
0: at this point, I think the only surprise, type of surprise we'd see on Wii U would be like those little eShop releases that they do. Miyamoto's pet projects? <laughs> Project. Yes, literally. That could be one of them. Project Giant Robot is still Project apparently Gar. a thing. Project Guard and Project Giant Robot, one of them, ended up in Star Fox Zero, supposedly. The other is still listed on Nintendo's release listings. I think Giant Robot's one still listed. It is apparently coming out. It, that could easily... I said this going into the holidays as well. Like, that could easily be a stealth release at any time. Originally, my guess was they'd do it during the holidays when Kimishima was quoted as saying they have surprises this holiday season. They did not, but, <laughs> um... It was a mistranslation, it turned out, but, um...
1: Yeah. Was it also a mistranslation where it was listed? Rhythm Heaven was listed somewhere,
0: but. That was me finding that, yeah. In their financial report, they called it Rhythm Heaven Temp instead yeah. by its Japanese name. And I'm like, Temp? That means it's being considered for somewhere else. It ha- Why would it be a temporary name if it's not coming here? So that never developed. But yeah, that could be a nice little small release. But I'm, I'm thinking like. Do for I, Wii U, I don't know. Yeah, for Wii U, it's going to have to be little eShop things. I mean, because, you know, they did, they used to have a lot of time with the eShop back in the day. Dillon's Rolling Western, Sakura Samurai, the original Pushmo, its sequels, all those got very little or no notice before they came out. And in Japan, at least, they're already starting to do that this year on the 3DS again. Um, they just announced a sequel to BoxBoy and then released it the same day called BoxBoy One More Block. I believe that's the translation. And it's the same game, except instead of just having one set of blocks, yeah, that you One More Block. Yeah, it's two blocks on the screen, which can then build out to two sets of blocks to solve puzzles. So you can have like U on one part and the block somewhere else. But yeah, like they're they're just pulling games out of nowhere. So I'm hoping for Wii U. Maybe they have a few eShop games up their sleeve.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I don't know. I will say the the Box Boy announcement makes me realize they I mean, really should
1: they just keep me really thinking. People want. Yeah, but I that know. takes a lot I more know. development resource.
0: Uh, well, I guess they could just mur- m- uh, milk the virtual console. The Wii. Well,
1: yeah. Wii U. Well, yeah. That's what I meant. Yeah. Like... And I mean, they are doing that. And isn't Europe is getting more um, RPG or something? They already got it, yeah. Didn't we also get it for the Wii? We did, yeah. Do you know the thing that confuses me is so Europe got Wave Race 64
0: and 1080 Snowboarding, N64 version, mm-hmm. on the same day on Virtual Console. We only got 1080 Snowboarding. Does Nintendo think we can't understand why there's a jet skiing game during the winter? Like I think I think Wave Race is coming out of Layer Point or is now available but, but maybe that's what I think of California,
1: was, it's like we need to everything has to
0: be related to something. I, I guess so. But ten eighty, if I if I'm not mistaken, was its own separate release and then Wave Race was its own separate release while in Europe they're just like, Yeah, they're both extreme sports on N sixty four or you can have both. But but yeah, but the thing about Box Boy actually is it ma- it's making me realize I still need to play the original. I bought it during Nintendo's Cyber Monday <gasps> eShop sale. And I totally forgot I bought it until just now. So oh, I should probably it. it's supposed to be really good. It's from how laboratories, like the Kirby developers. It's supposed oh. to be like a really good little bite sized puzzle platformer. It's not a NIMD? No, it's it's Nintendo. Huh. You didn't know?
2: No. Yeah, it's, it's a Nintendo. It, it's team. a
0: literal NIMD. It's yeah, I guess so. It's uh but it's um yeah, it's like they had a round pink puff on now, they have a little white square box. They are very creative with their character design, clearly. Next will be a octagon. Or a triangle. I don't know. Yeah.
1: But. Yeah, very minimalistic. You know, yeah, but John's the game dying. the game I've heard
0: a very good thing. There's. Yeah, do that. But anyway. You do that. You I, do I will that. do that. I, you know what? Next episode, I'm going to have impressions of that game. There, I committed. Oh. <gasps> uh, but. Oh. I'm committed to playing games and having fun. Ho oh. Will you beat it? No. Uh, <laughs> well, we'll see. I'll try. It's not that long. So Actually, I true. might. Yeah. No, it's not that long. It's supposed to be short. I say
1: that about all the games I don't beat in.
2: Yeah. Hmm
1: if it's well, anyway, shorter than Link Between World, then you beat that game. I did beat that game. But anyway,
0: box boy aside, um, I think what I find most interesting about these known, Nintend- these known Wii U releases is, and I kind of touched on this already, everything coming to Wii U with the exception of two games is all like Nintendo fluxing their whole, like, oh, we're spreading our IP to more places muscle. Like, there's two Zelda's. There's one Pokemon. If nothing else, all these games are like, hey, it's these games' aniver- it's these franchises' anniversaries. These are really important franchises to us. Come celebrate with us. And, oh, look, you want to play the next game in the series? Guess what? That's over on that new system over there, the MX. Like, these are perfect, unintentional, I'm sure, just because, like, they're also their biggest franchises. But they're, like, the perfect transitional games.
1: It's kind of how the 3DS has two remakes of a Zelda game and a new brand-new Zelda game, and then the Wii U now has two. Well, we,
0: uh, 3DS has two new Zelda games. It has a link between World and Triforce Heroes.
1: Core Zelda Games. Okay, alright. <laughs> but um single player Zelda Games. Yeah,
0: yeah. But yeah, it's it's interesting that like the Games with the, Zelda. Yeah, it's games with Yes. But uh what was I gonna say? It's yeah, I, gonna I said say? Zelda
1: Games. That was Triforce Heroes, not a Zelda game. Well she's not in it,
0: that's true. Yeah. But um What song was that? Jurassic. Park. Yeah, why are you whistling *Jurassic*? what? <laughs> we did see it recently. Oh that's right, you saw it recently, yeah. Well, but, um, anything anything. That that's fair, but but yeah, I think like it's just interesting that like anniversaries are so dominant on the Wii U. Actually, I think that that's kind of a big prediction I have for 2016. Generals, we're gonna be inundated with video game anniversary celebrations, like completely. Which is actually a good transition to the next topic we're talking
1: about, which it are happened, game a lot of things are conceptualized in the same year. Yeah,
0: yeah, well, I mean, it makes sense, but not really, because, like, it's, the the gaps are pretty big. Or so, like, happen
1: to land on, on intervals of five.
0: Yeah, apparently so, because, like, I think anniversary celebration is kind of the next talking point for our 2016, for my 2016 predictions, is that, yeah, there's gonna be a lot of them. So, we already know, like I said, Zelda's turning 30, Pokemon's turning 20. For Zelda, my guess is the celebration's gonna be... A little more low-key than the 25th when they went all out and had, like, the symphonies and stuff. Because the Zelda Symphony is still touring, so that's going to continue. I would already know the big games for 2016 for Zelda. There's Twilight Princess HD, and there's the new one coming to Wii U. Uh, The thing is, I don't think Nintendo's going to do much beyond that. Because if you look at how Mario's 30th was versus the 25th, the 30th was, like, super Mm -hmm. low-key. It was just like, here's Mario Maker! Have fun. But the 25th was like all over the place. There no, was like yeah. the collection. There
1: was all this merchandise. There were logos everywhere. And i be like just what Mario Maker is is a pretty big deal. Yeah. because I mean, But the that's long... all they did. They just stopped there. Yeah. Which is
0: fine. It was perfectly, a perfect way to celebrate Mario the same way you, they might argue that the new Zelda will be the perfect way to celebrate Zelda. But it's not going to be like as comprehensive of a blowout for Zelda I don't think. What will have a total blowout to an extreme I suspect is Pokemon which i nintendo's already going all out they start going all out before the t- 2016 even starts. so i imagine pokemon's gonna be nuts this year because I mean, we already know red and blue version are coming to the virtual console in february we talked last episode about how they're getting special 2ds's in japan for those separately from that um there's pokemon go of course which is going to be huge i imagine i mean everyone owns a smartphone Augmented reality, is like anyone, such a tech demoy, cool gimmick that people go on. Yeah,
1: like, literally anyone with that ever had any interest in Pokemon, which is a lot of people like yeah. are gonna try it. Yeah, I mean this is literally you're right, because this is Nintendo like, and the Pokemon. Try it.
0: like, everyone's Everyone try it. it's gonna be free to I'm sure it's gonna be free to download. Like it has to be. It's gonna be in app purchase, so everyone's gonna download and try it. Uh Nintendo and Pokemon Company, this is their this is their way to get lapsed fans, adult fans that now have kids, older fans, just the general public in general to suddenly have a much more renewed interest in Pokemon. The mass cult? Like, it basically is. It's kind of, you know, it's funny you whistle Jurassic Park because the way I think they're going to treat Pokemon Go is a lot like how I think Jurassic World was so successful. The theme park? No, no, no. But the, I, just the concept of like Jurassic World, up until Star Wars dethroned it, had like one of the biggest openings of all time. That is because of the nostalgia. Everyone that grew up within the '90s, much like a Pokemon, will start like, "Oh, I have to go check out the new one." They haven't like, po- it's back." I mean, Pokemon never left for kids, but for adults, they don't know all 729. They know the core 150, and now they're relevant again. So they're all going to flock to Pokemon for Go and try it. Casual, just like they, that's what I'm saying. The casuals hmm. are the majority of the market. I don't know 729. So yeah, you don't. No, I didn't think so. But the filthy
3: um, casual. What? Um, You're a filthy casual. Yes, yeah. yes, you are.
0: But um, it's kind of like with Jurassic World, where everyone went and saw the movie, because it's like, oh, I haven't seen a Jurassic Park in forever. They're making a new one? What? It's like the old one? What? Like, so they go. Or even Star Wars. The Force Awakens did so well, because it played off nostalgia. The movie itself is literally a reboot skinned as a sequel, but it's basically hitting all the like greatest hits of the original Star Wars trilogy. So, it's... in gotta so it, move backwards to 2 and Essentially. So, I think Pokemon Go is gonna be the big power play in 2016 for Nintendo in terms of Pokemon. Oh, Nintendo um, Power, I see what you do Oh, there. I didn't think of it that way. But, yeah, I think it's, it's gonna be huge. Like, I expect there's probably gonna be a ton of marketing around it. Not just it, but Pokemon in general. They're already doing a ton of merchandise in Japan. They have, um... Did you know they have the fat Pikachu as a plush you can buy again? Like, oh, yeah, Pika- yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, and yeah, then nice they also, thing. like, in Japan, they're... really remor- Oh was the best Pikachu. He was the best Pikachu. And in Japan, they're also releasing um, new Pokemon cards that feature artwork from the original starter decks of Pokemon yeah. cards. Yeah, so, they're
1: not doing that here.
0: Not yet. Oh, they probably will. But my, my point is, uh, they're not stopping Pokemon's going to be everywhere. Like I honestly, if there was one game that I would expect Nintendo to do like ridiculous marketing for, it would probably be Pokemon Go because
2: hmm.
0: this is their chance to basically relaunch the phenomenon. There's a re- they can easily hook into the the success of Jurassic World and Star Wars just playing off nostalgia. They just need to get it in front of people. However, whatever it takes to do that, they just need to do it. But, I suspect they're going to see very, very big things. And actually, I think from there, they're just going to roll with it. I think Pokemon Go is going to be like an introduction to a whole chain of events of Pokemon all year long. I mean, they're already announcing surprise games in Japan for it. So, so it's probably, probably going to keep going. Like, I don't know if you guys, do you guys hear about this new Bandai Namco arcade game for Pokemon? No. To tell. I will So it's really simple There's a screen On the screen a Pokemon Like a visual sc- uh, video screen On screen Or like artwork mm-hmm. of Pokemon And you, and you take a Pokeball Well I mean like It's on the screen not in front It's not like a, a screen door It's like a television screen With Pokemon in it And you take a Pokeball A soft little Pokeball And you chuck it at the screen And you try and catch them all Literally I think you get three Pokeballs, and you want to get the highest-scoring Pokemon or something like that, and then you move forward. There are three different stages. You get points based on who you catch. Depending on how you do, you can unlock Mega Evolutions and Legendaries to catch. And when you walk away, you get one of 24 collectible special cards. Well, so is in an arcade or It's in an arcade, yes. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think we're going to see... Like the, This could really come out at any time. But it's coming out now. It's coming out in tandem with, like, all this other Pokemon stuff. That makes stuff. way too much sense. Why haven't we seen anything like that before? Right, right. And it plays off the nostalgia thing again. Because, you know, if they look towards America with this thing, Dave & Buster's is huge because it's, like, us recapturing our childhood. I'm like, oh, yeah, our caves are great, except now with alcohol. <laughs> like, it's, again, all that Jurassic Park to Jurassic World Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah, it's Chuck E. Cheese for adults. So if they put this thing in a Dave & Buster's, It's just yet another way to funnel people back into caring about Pokemon. And then maybe they can, you know, have a Pokemon Go ad within the game or something, and then boom, they're playing Pokemon Go, and boom, they're getting Nintendo money and making my Nintendo accounts and buying NXs, and it all comes together. So, um, yeah, I think we're going to see very, 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 very large things for Pokemon this year, (laughs) is my prediction. And that's not even including Nintendo's own systems. I think Nintendo's got a surprise. I I mean, do you think we're... Do you think we're in for another version of Pokemon? Well, we didn't get one I know we're year. not going
3: to get one. I mean, I know we're... Not going to buy one? No, no,
0: no. You're not not
1: going to get You're going to yeah, get one? Yeah, there you go. So... It seems like we are. I think we're going to get... Not, po- not a new one. Maybe like a Pokemon Z. I mean, they're teasing a movie called Pokemon X, Y, and Z. But They're just starting to get into more of the, the lore of Zygarde. And it has like a bunch of new forms now. And That's every series right now. And every third mm-hmm. and every third game always has like more for that third legendary. Right, right. So like I'm sure it's saying up. Yeah. yeah. So if it is if that is the case, like it could be another time kinda of like Pokemon X and Y I mean black and white too. Right. And now except you have Pokemon the unfinished form or complete form or blah
0: blah right, blah. Right.
1: There's also you know, there's also that um
0: when was this revealed? Like a year ago, the Pikachu detective game. Do you remember that? They showed like one screenshot on a Pokemon TV show in Japan and Pikachu looked like super deformed and stretched out and it was really weird. And it was like, he he helps you like solve crimes or something like he's a detective. That game never showed up. I bet that's coming this year. They're probably going to milk the spinoffs. They're going to do Z. I wonder if they're going to do more than Z though. Pokemon Dash 2. Well, the the Oh, yeah. That'd be a great seller. Just scratch up that screen of yours. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But there was a, a... Interview back in like this summer with well this one's well into this conversations so uh <laughs> no but like back over the summer is with I think the marketing head of Pokemon Company USA and they're like what what can you tease about a new Pokemon game and you and you guys we have a link to it at the blog post for anyone who's interested because his response the way they rose catflies like, there was a long pause and then he said flowers <laughs> so if they're gonna do like a crazy new Pokemon thing that involves flowers my guess is either it's like rose and tulip version. Or, hear me out, Pokemon Snap 2, because you go to a lush tropical island, and you know what? Tropical islands are full of
2: flowers.
0: Sounds like a
1: big... It's a
0: huge leap that makes no sense, but I really just really want Pokemon Snap 2, that's all. But my the real point I was getting at is... You and everyone else on the internet. I know, right? It's such a good... I still imagine, imagine Miyamoto said Pokemon Snap Senpo-
1: 2 on Google Mask thing. Oh, Google Cardboard. Whatever. Dude,
0: just use a Wii U gamepad. It can easily be a stopgap game. They, they want to sell millions. Eh, fair <laughs> enough. Fair enough. do I sell like tens of thousands on Wii? But, um, <laughs> thousands. Ooh,
1: we sold 20 copies, guys. Go us. But um, Or maybe, um, conversely, millions will buy Wii U to play Pokemon Snap. Maybe. Probably not.
0: You know, it might make sense to do it on NX depending on
1: what NX looks
0: like. Or to make Pokemon Snap an augmented like reality game as a companion game to Pokemon Go. It
3: should be on 3DS. Or on
0: 3DS, because, yes, you could walk around with it, yeah. You could do an AR thing, kind of like Go, but on 3DS. But anyway, on 3ds. Look cool. whatever they end up doing, whether it's Tulip or Rose version, Pokemon Snap 2, po- Pikachu Detective game, I would not be surprised if it's just, like, way more Pokemon than necessary this year. Like, I, I could easily see them doing a Z in the summer and then, like, entire new versions, like, for the holidays and trying to milk it. I don't think that's the wisest decision, but they're going to go all in on Pokemon's 20th, that's certainly a way to do it. Mm. So, it, Whatever happens, my prediction is Pokemon's going to be unstoppable this year. We're going to see it <laughs> everywhere, and we're going to grow sick of it, but yet also really, really love it because of the nostalgia. I agree. Yep. Which brings us to one final anniversary that isn't even Nintendo's, but it's closely tied to Nintendo's these days, and that's uh, Sonic. Sonic the Hedgehog turns 25 this year. So you got uh, Zelda turning 30, Sonic turning 25, and Pokemon turning 20. We're just do we feel year. old?
3: We can't drink with Pokemon?
0: Not for another year. Actually, never drinking Pokemon. <laughs> but uh, you could drink lemonade and soda. Yeah, but yeah, don't 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 feed a Pikachu like Jack Daniels. It will end badly.
1: <laughs> I should know.
0: <laughs> I've I've been there. It ended badly. No, but uh, Sonic turns twenty five, and presumably Sega will be doing things for his anniversary. They've actually been teasing for a few days, few weeks now. More epping. Well, no, it sounds like they're doing something bigger. <laughs> And the reason it sounds like you're doing something bigger is because, I thought you'd be up on this so I you're a Sonic fan. So you guys know Crush 40, right?
1: Oh yeah, the band that does live and learn and yes. open mm. your heart. and
0: Yes, yeah, so for those who have no idea what these <laughs> random words uh, an- angels saying are, Crush 40 writes a lot of the lyrical content. It's a lot bigger. of the more it's lyrical bigger. songs in some of the less appreciated Sonic games, shall we say? Um, and I someone someone know their... Sonic is interested in that Oh, wait, they did Battle? Okay, never mind, that one's... Really? I thought he said Sonic Heroes at some point in there. Did you say Sonic Heroes at one? Point? No, I was
1: just naming the names of the Sonic Heroes. One well, those are from Sonic Heroes, though, right? Neither of those were from Sonic well, Heroes. Well, never mind. Uh, from Sonic games, from They Sonic do do games. the one for Sonic Heroes. Though. Okay, so I wasn't wrong, I just wasn't <laughs> right. Okay. Those <That laughs> on... he listed were in Sonic yes. Adventure 2 bad, Regardless,
0: these guys write lyrical songs so for, for nice. Sonic. You're right, Sonic 2 Battle is very... I even love Sonic 2 Battle. Anyway, so... I love it. Uh, <laughs> even I like it, guys. I, uh, Jason. So I, Jason, like Sonic 2... Adventure too bad, but they were asking on Facebook, Hey guys, are you helping with like the song 25th anniversary in any way? And here's what they said
3: Oh, so they're, they're like, if, they're, if, one, if, one, if if someone's gonna slip up,
0: it's gonna be them, much like how the Tech McCoy CEO slipped up and is now resigning. He's not, these guys slipped up and are now disbanding as a band. They're not, <laughs> but they said, Uh, and I quote, They might participate in writing new songs for the anniversary game hmm. now. There is no anniversary game until they said there was an anniversary game. No one knew there was going to be an anniversary game. Sega's been like dropping some little hints, but no one knew this was going to be a thing. And then once that snowball got rolling, it kept growing and growing. And out of nowhere, there's always rumors of what is going to happen for the anniversary. So the most interesting rumor, and probably the least true, but let's run with it because it's really kind of interesting. comes from 4chan. <laughs> of
3: course, it so, comes from 4chan.
0: So the background is a former QA tester. Who posted a photo of an actual ID card he used to get in the building that says Sega and is a legitimate card. The question is, did he photoshop the card with his name? Is it really his? Who knows? But it is what the cards look like. Said that he got the QA test not one, but two games. Because the anniversary game is actually two separate anniversary games. One is a 2D side-scroller called Sonic Genesis, The Origin of Chaos. Which sounds incredibly not real. But, but we saw a game where we saw the origin of chaos. I know, but now there's going to be a second one. But, but no, the, the, the only reason I'm like, oh, that name's kind of clever, could be true, is Sonic started on the Sega Genesis. So calling it Sonic Genesis is kind of a weird little like self-referential thing that almost is too good to be true. But the other thing he said that's more interesting, and regardless of whether it's true or not, it kind of leads to the question of what you want in a Sonic anniversary game, is the 3D Sonic for the anniversary, which would be Sonic Adventure 3, according to this guy. Which is kind of a big thing. Yeah, that's a,
3: that's like I don't even know. It's just is this feeding to the masses?
0: See, it is if it's true. Well, if yeah, you know I, I mean, I said, it,
3: yeah. it's it's a safe rumor. It's a
0: it, sa- it's a safe rumor, but it's one uh, that like oh, fans have wanted one forever. Yeah. yeah, but if Sega was smart, that would be the route to go, opposed to do like, hey guys, we're gonna do. Uh, we've done colors. We've done generations. Let's do like Sonic. I don't know, Rainbow cool. Fighters. And you're like, what is this? It's a whole new experience of Sonic, guys, where they ride rainbows like in Sonic Riders, but, but they're really stacked on each Adventure other 3? like in Sonic I Heroes.
1: Mean, like it, well, Sonic, Sonic Adventure 3 just means that it's going to take place in modern-day Earth. Well, here's what the rumor says. Well, no, it also means how the
0: gameplay is going to be set up somewhat. Where you have the six different characters and you rotate between... Oh, the we play with a game. ton of... Here's what the rumor says. Well, first of all, the 2D Sonic would be developed by the guys that did Colors and Lost World. Like, So Sonic Team is split into multiple teams. They, they it's really Sonic Team Team. But yeah, it'd be like that. So Color... The guys that did Sonic Colors and Sonic Lost World, which are actually pretty good, are supposedly doing Sonic Genesis. And then the guys that did Sonic Generations are supposedly doing Sonic Adventure 3. According to this rumor, that's probably not true. So, uh, if the rumors to be believed, Sonic Adventure 3 will have six characters: Sonic, Tails, Knuckles, Shadow, Silver, and to tie in with Sonic Boom and be more relevant to current day Sonic, sticks the. But they are Batman. two different universes. But if it's an anniversary game,
1: who cares? Yeah, so- sticks is in Mario Sonic and the Olympic Games. Sticks is in Mario Sonic. Uh, and even, though all just, even though they're even though everyone else but her is in they're the normal try- Sonic the They're time. trying to. I think they're
0: trying to streamline. You want both? The show successful, not the game. Yeah, the show's. I've, you guys love it right like mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. but the game's bombed hard but if they want to make Sonic Boom part of the bigger Sonic picture for the anniversary you stick sticks in Sonic Adventure I didn't say it like that but <laughs> I didn't be that punny but you stick sticks into Sonic Adventure 3, whatever it's called but so the, so it's the rumor weird, though, three so sense. well the rumor is then
3: they're gonna have like Knuckles eat something and he turns into buff Knuckles no, no that
0: won't happen <laughs> here's the rumor Sonic will be normal Sonic levels, like in Adventure 1 and 2. Shadow will be
1: gun levels.
0: Shadow, sort of, will be this sort of weird variant of those levels that almost plays like Jet Set Radio, where you're grinding on things and jumping from thing to thing. It's all about keeping... It's kind of like Sonic, but it's more like... Freeform, I guess? Because Sonic's still... Even his levels are pretty linear in the 3D. Yeah, I guess not. I don't know. (sighs) And then Knuckles brings back his treasure hunting. I... That's where I was like, I don't know if this movie was true. I mean, people complained about the treasure hunting. because People complained about every character that wasn't Sonic. I know, I know. <laughs> and then uh, Silver would basically... <laughs> this would to Silver <laughs> would basically be like Sonic. but with no spin dash. It's like, what? <laughs> and then and 5, then Sticks would be this weird, like, normal platforming thing where you have, like, a like robot. I like could like
1: picture hers <laughs> would be more, like, melee ish Yeah, that's kind <coughs> of, and it,
0: it has, like, a grappling hook or something, a la Sonic yeah, Boom.
1: Well, she has a boomerang.
0: Oh, and a boomerang. She uh, oh. said something about a grappling hook and a boomerang. In, Why everyone think, but her
1: has the grappling hook in the show.
0: Well, I guess they'll give her both to represent Boom if this is true. And also, apparently, Boom! The, the, the uh... Child Garden would be back with Sonic Adventure 2, and you'd be able to raise them and they follow you around in the main game, which they didn't do before. And the whole game would be more like Sonic Adventure 1 than Sonic Adventure 2. in, in terms I don't of know.
1: You would want them following you around. I don't know. Game. I guess they
0: give you enhancements, and they're probably just saying they could probably be like a co op second player. I mean, like, if they bring back
1: the and, Child Garden without cutting features and only adding some, that could be pretty cool. Compete with yeah. other I, like cha- I like
0: the Child Garden. Child Gardens are the first times I actually used Game Boy Game connectivity. Yeah. Yeah. I oh, was doing We were like, like, doing on yeah, game we're like This too.
1: is neat that, that was the closest yeah. We were to like Being addicted to like Something Tomogotchi related Yes
0: Well I had a Pokemon Pikachu Virtual pet And a Pokemon Pikachu 2 Which is the Color yeah, screen version Taking a picture of them I did There's an article up on the site An extra If you guys go to the website And check it out It's, uh, it's about found Pokemon leaves. Pikachu I did not painstakingly find yellow Okay <laughs> I <laughs> Story time I, Story time I was like I want to write about the Pokemon Pikachu Because it's an awesome Way cooler than Tamagotchi Tamagotchi Not cause it was a slow week What? Not cause
3: of what? It was a slow week
0: Well <laughs> No cause we We didn't we don't do our con- We don't do the non-podcast uh, Articles on the site On any sort of schedule It's just Oh I guess it's yeah. true So I got them And I'm like You know what? They're Pikachu They're found in the wild I'm gonna go to a park Near my office during lunch And just plop them in the grass Take pictures Cause it looks better Than just on my desk At home So I did I get to the park and there are identically shaded yellow <laughs> leaves falling from the trees because it was like
2: September. And I'm like, I oh squealed my like a god! Little
0: girl. I I like high five the air and the tree, and then proceeded to uh, take the pictures. I'm really proud of them. So yeah, there is an extra on the site. Uh, I forgot what it's called, but if you browse the extras and look for the picture of a Pokemon Pikachu in the grass with some leaves that look like they match it a little too well, um, you can read the article. It was a really cool device. But yeah, the Chow Garden. Get back on track here.
3: There were rumors right that client? you contacted a leaf collector on the internet and had them mailed it to you.
0: <laughs> yes, you're on to me. I was like, I'm going to write about Pokemon Pikachu. You know I need some leaves. And then I hit up like 20 people on eBay. I put a Craigslist listing out that's just like, hey, do you have leaves? I like leaves. Send me your leaves. And then they sent me the leaves. Yeah,
3: that rumor came up in, uh, that rumor came up in an, an article in uh, Fortune
0: about your post. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure my post made it to 4chan, much like the Sonic rumor. Uh, but, but yeah, I don't know if the Sonic rumor is true, but like, what don't would it. be. Yeah, it seems a little far fetched, but what. I feel like something like Sonic Adventure, where you do have all the different characters, all the different things, does do best to pay homage to the entire checkered history of Sonic. If you want to just do the good stuff, you basically have generations again. If you want to admit. Why not just
1: generations too?
0: I don't know. But it just feels like, do you just do Generations 2 and just focus strictly on Sonic? Or do you say, okay, 25 years, he's had a lot of different genres well, he's been in. And I mean, kind of pull from multiple places.
1: Like, it I is Sonic's anniversary. That. But it's the Sonic series anniversary. I mean, a lot too. of people like to think that Sonic's reputation went down when like started getting all these characters. Yeah, although Adventure 1 and 2
0: were pretty well received. Adventure 2 Battle is considered one of the better GameCube games. Period. Weirdly. So, uh... I, I don't know. It just seems to me like... I mean, I get that it, Generations would be... I feel like Generations would almost be an easier out than Adventure. To your point from earlier, Elvis. Like, Generations is just like, well, we know it worked, and it's his an anniversary, let's just throw another one together. Just put Chubby Sonic and Thin Sonic next to each other. Throw in the guy with the scarf, he's a Sonic, and then just go. But, like, no, I feel like... Cool. It, it would be pretty cool, I agree. But I feel like... <laughs> I feel like I just... It sounds weird, but oh I don't almost want them L- to acknowledge... Middle Knuckles
3: and Big Knuckles hanging out. <laughs> high five <laughs> <me. laughs>
0: Hi, when high five like One the, just knocks The, the other knuckles. I
3: mean Little Knuckles Is like Buff Knuckles Is carrying Little Knuckles On his bicep Like he's sitting down <laughs> This isn't like Co-op treasure hunt With Buff Knuckles And Little Knuckles <laughs> See that's what I'm, That's
0: what I'm saying But the, see right there You're already starting To say what I'm saying Where like Should it be more Than just Sonic And have like The treasure hunting And have like The tails flying His little gyrocopter Or whatever Or like Whatever it is I'm on
3: board for Sonic Boom Cross Sonic you know <laughs> I th- Yeah
0: I think I just You just sold yourself On it pretty well <laughs> But, uh, <laughs> alright, so Sega, if you're listening, that's what you need to do, is, I know you said they're separate universes, the but game. screw that, make them together, yeah, just be Knuckles and Knuckles, Sonic what? and Knuckles and Knuckles, <laughs> <laughs> there, <laughs> done, Sonic and Knuckles and Buff, Knuckles. That would be cool. That would be, but I... I mean, I,
3: Sonic Generations already does a whole, like, dimensions thing, so... Yeah,
0: that's what I'm thinking, like, that'd be, for an anniversary game, that feels too, like familiar if they just did that again. It's like It's Maybe they do throw in. I don't think they should go too crazy. Like, Don't bring back the werewolf Sonic. Oh, it's pretty cool.
2: I mean, the levels eh, are cool. Did okay. you play it, Jason?
0: What? I enjoyed it. I played your copy, yes, in college. I didn't have it in college. Or who had it? Someone had it, because I played it with well, you in the had room. had it for PS3. Then I played so it was... here, during a break, or
1: after college. But I
0: definitely played it, and I remember commenting on how his wind-up for his punches really slow. Like, I distinctly remember saying that.
1: Probably wasn't with us, it and was. I was in
0: this room. I don't remember. I don't remember winding up. Is there any movie winding up? Or mm-hmm. he, or maybe I was just saying he was slow in general. I remember, always, almost, maybe like, I was
1: saying he was slow in general, which makes sense if he's a werewolf, but I complained about his speed. I remember I was almost always played that game when we weren't, when I wasn't watching him, like when I wasn't here. I definitely have tried it in this room. So? Mm-hmm. This is probably mm-hmm. another memory We do have a bunch of Sonic games that you've played here. No, I have played as the
0: werewolf. Well, either way, so <laughs> fine. They throw in the werewolf, whatever. But my point, my, what was my point I was even making? I don't know. I don't know. I guess just combining. You, you just said
3: as long as they don't put in the werewolf. And I was like, no. But I uh, okay, what about
0: Heroes? Do you want the triple character thing back? No. Okay, there's finally <laughs> one we can agree on. I did play Heroes at... Well... Definitely like wasn't here, but we don't no, have No, it wasn't. It was in high school. We borrowed Early heroes. college, late high school. Me and my friend high school buddy played it. And we Heroes does like, have the most this?
3: best intros. It has like that silhouette of the giant head next to it. Oh yeah, yeah. But it also has <laughs> some of the like most ridiculous music. But
0: regardless, um, I think if they were cherry pick some of the things that worked well across multiple genres of Sonic game, it could be a really Anniversary. But we'll we'll find out soon enough. Sega's teasing it pretty heavily already, so I think we'll know it in the next month or so. And of course, we'll report it right here on the Random Town Podcast. Uh, but anyway, switching gears, there is one more topic of. One more 2016 thing to discuss, which is, um, it's a year of change for the Nintendo World Store over in New York City. As in, they're literally a year
1: and dear to our hearts.
0: It is to mine. Well, you guys have shirts on it for me. We've we've gotten merchandise courtesy of you every year. Yeah. yeah. And when I say it's a year of change, I mean literally they're just changing what it looks like and what it's called. My favorite store I've ever been to. Different. Yeah. Your favorite favorite store. And now it's going to be different. Courtesy of Jason. By the Yeah, I FaceTimed you. That's right. And now we won't have anything from your yearly. Not anymore, since I'm not going back yearly. But they might be opening other locations, which we might have one here. So we don't need you anymore. No, you won't. It's been nice knowing you. I'll see myself out. But no, um. so for those who don't know about what's going on in Nintendo World, um, real quick, quick summary. They are, re- on January 19th, they are closing their doors and are reopening a month later on February 19th as Nintendo NY, or Nintendo New York. They are remodeling inside. They're going to put a giant 15-foot game screen, new demo kiosk, rearrange things, modernize things, and they got this huge coin in the entryway on the floor that says, I'm going to directly quote this, where everyone comes to play. They used to have the slogan "Where the world comes to play." Now it's just "Where everyone comes to play." So between the name change and the slogan change, mostly the name
3: change. I guess yeah, the planet isn't playing. What? Uh, so I guess it makes sense. The planet
1: isn't playing. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's that's true. But I guess it also implies that now the whole world doesn't need to go there. To because play. there might be others. That's my theory.
0: So before we get to that, for those in New York um, that are curious, they're reopening the weekend of February nineteenth. They got some exclusive merchandise, including All right, let's hop on an airplane. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, they got exclusive Mario and Zelda shirts. Now, funny enough, they actually kind of projected this whole name change and everything months ago. Because we were talking about how I got guys' shirts. Quick another story time for the listeners. It's Real quick. I swung by. I was in New York for a day. Less than a day. I was in New York for 18 hours on my way to London in September. And if you're a Nintendo fan, you're in New York for 18 hours. You do one thing and one thing only. (laughs) You go to Nintendo World, which I did. When I was there, I bought a shirt for Elvis and me. I mean, two shirts. We didn't share a shirt that um, said Nintendo New York, and had a little Mario silhouette on the shoulder, a little jumping Mario silhouette. For those who are wondering, I got Angel's shirt too, but it was Bowser, and it's not relevant to the story. But I, didn't I described it, it in the last episode. You did, but point is, I don't neglect you. I got you one too. But uh, the shirt that we have, Elvis, yes. is both the new Nintendo NY logo and the new Nintendo NY emblem of the jumping Mario. When they are assigned as merchandise in September, and when we've been wearing it on our bodies. We were wearing the future You're of using us. a <laughs> yeah, basically, we were wearing the future of Nintendo's retail experience and didn't even know. I feel naughty. <laughs> I feel like I like I like I cheated on Nintendo world with its like weird younger sister or something. but oh, I got really weird fast. but um, but yeah, so they're got merchandise like that at the opening, but I think the rebranding... all well, straightforward enough kind of signifies bigger changes for nintendo um i mentioned more locations and i'm pretty sure if you call yourself nintendo new york that means you have other locations like covered.
3: kid roba they have kid Robo la shirts at the la K- right. oh not anymore
0: it's closed it's
3: closed but right but they did in new york there's kid roba exactly. and yeah
0: exactly or like look at hard rock kid uh, roba Vegas. look at hard rock casino or Caf- hard rock cafe they only have one casino but hard rock cafe every hard rock in every city in the world it's always hard rock lisbon Hard Rock, Hard Rock, New York. Hard Rock, Louisville. Um, I don't know why I picked there. But you don't see a store that only has one store put the location. It's not like you're like, oh, guys, I went to FAO Schwartz, New York today. It's like, no, there's one FAO Schwartz. There was. It's closed. There's one FAO Schwartz. It's called FAO Schwartz. You don't need to say the name of where you are unless you're in multiple places and you use that to distinguish. So if they're literally changing the name to Nintendo New York... I am about ninety-five percent sure. That means we are going to be seeing other Nintendos, and I'm pretty sure we're going to start seeing other Nintendo stores. And I think we're going to start seeing them at Universal, who also, by the way, proves my point about the name: Universal Studios Hollywood, Universal Studios Orlando. So, my guess is um, Nintendo Hollywood or Nintendo LA. Nintendo. Oh, that's a good question. Nintendo. It would still be Hollywood. LA, though. Yeah, it'd be Nintendo Los Angeles. But my guess is this could be at City Walk. That's what I was going going towards.
3: Because, Melrose,
0: what? Melrose area? No, it's gonna be City Walk. Here's why. One of the reasons Nintendo, this is my theory, at least. One of the reasons Nintendo World is do exists where it does in New York is because it's in Rockefeller Plaza. Rockefeller Plaza is a major tourist destination. There are a lot of stores there. The NBC stores there. The Lego stores there. They is a very it, it itself is a very famous building. after NBC does all their filming. Spider Man fought Electro there. Spider Man fought Electro there. It is quite did he?
1: In the movie. No, that was
0: Times Square, not Rockefeller Center. <laughs> I don't know my New York. Rockefeller <laughs> Center is the ice skating rink and stuff. I, I
3: you're just ready to repeat anything. Else. Yeah,
1: yeah so, <laughs> but I questioned it. Leela uh, see. skated with some guy with... The, the, in Futurama? Yeah, in in future Futurama? In the Rockefeller Center? Wait, wait, point, regardless yeah. of what happened there. Some orphans were supposed to escape there. Also, that's a cartoon, so
0: it could have been like Rockefeller. It was New, new like, York. Oh, that's right. So then it could have been, yeah. Uh, point is, Nintendo World is in a very densely populated, high foot traffic part of New York City because it's a tourist destination. So if you're bringing it to LA, Melrose is great for fashion purposes city walk is what is our equivalent of Rockefeller plaza in terms of like people go there there's tons of unique stores there. there's tons of gimmicky things there it's right next to universal so you have a ton of tourists coming through yeah and more of the point
1: Double gum shrimp random pez store random popcorn store random that
0: well popcornopolis. popcornopolis is in malls as well it's not that random mm, but, but okay, it's no. i mean it's a very random concept like a store of just popcorn but it's not that random but um <laughs> my, my point is though uh it makes sense for town be there from a logistical standpoint and they're already buddy-buddy with Universal. They're literally building a universe, like a Nintendo attraction mini park in Universal. So they can probably get cheaper lease. And every single attraction at you Universal... Would be called
1: Nintendo World?
0: That's my second theory. Every single attraction at Universal or every single themed area at Universal has its own gift shop.
1: So you're going
3: to see of Mario's at Universal now?
0: Possibly. I don't know. They haven't talked about that. They just talked about rides. But my point is that um, Simpsons has their own gift shop. The Transformers ride has its own gift shop. Nintendo would have its own gift shop but why just stop there when you could put a whole Nintendo store at CityWalk. Yeah. So that's my theory is why it's going to be there and of course Orlando would probably have its own too. For uh, The they, Mummy ride doesn't
1: have its own gift shop.
0: <laughs> but it has we have it but no one cares about the Mummy until the they, Minions don't have their own gift shop. The Minions definitely have their own gift shop. We were in it.
1: The Minions? Was
0: it? Oh, yeah. we didn't go in... We, we, You get forced in it on your way out of the ride. You're right, that's how, yeah. all, that's how they and all the. And the Mummy doesn't have a gift shop, but has themed food right next to
1: it. I don't know why I didn't remember the Minion one.
0: Because you block from your memory like you do with all things Minions, because they're so annoying. They're great until they're not great. <laughs> but, um... <laughs> yeah, so my theory is it's going to be at City Walk, and that this rebranding... Yes, in 2016, Nintendo World's going to relaunch this Nintendo N.Y., but either later this year or probably next year, in tandem with the Universal stuff starting to open, we're going to see Nintendo stores here in L.A., in Florida, and then possibly even other places. Mm-hmm. Right now, the other place you can go to Nintendo World is the employee Store in Redmond, Washington at Nintendo's U.S. headquarters, which is also called Nintendo World, but that's just so they can share merchandise. Mm. But yes, yeah, so that's my theory. And you brought up a good point that, yeah, I think the theme park's going to be called Nintendo World. I think they purposely... Because they could call it Nintendo World New York, Nintendo World L.A. But I think they purposely are like, well, Nintendo Land sounds wimpy next to Disney World and Wizard World of Harry Potter. So we will be Nintendo World. So they free up the brand. They get a chance to redo things and spread to more places, further propagate the whole Nintendo IP thing, which is their whole new strategy. So to me, it makes sense. It does. Yes. It does. Of course, the question then becomes, what they actually changing at the store itself in New York? And uh, we don't really right know, besides the screen. My suspicion is they're going to open up a lot more merchandise space. They have been... I noticed on Instagram and Twitter, they were starting to promote a lot more exclusive merch. So I suspect, like, shirts and whatnot. So I suspect they're going to have more room for that. Little um, keychains with people's names on it? No. Just with Bowser on it, like the one I bought you a few years ago. The, the, but, the ornament one? okay that's an ornament well there's keychains too Norman ornament's right there yes it is but yeah so maybe keychains with like Nintendo characters names but I do think a big thing they're also gonna have no I meant people things like your name no what would it be on why would they do that I don't know Um, on like Mario's face like just stamped across his forehead it's just on like a Jason on a border um, of um, blocks yeah I, I guess they could, but I feel like how many Nintendo fans are like, "Oh, I gotta have
1: my name written across some like question mark wow, blocks." Enough yeah, that like every the theme park coin, does it. Mario
3: coin. That
0: would
1: be kind of engraving. Cool, so I mean, every theme cool. park does that. Like you like look. Oh, with my name here. Yeah, name. yeah, but
0: that's. Yeah, but I don't think they should. Yeah, saying, they might. Like but you know, what? Thing one everything. thing for sure, I think they're gonna do at the New York store at least is they're gonna make a lot more room for amiibo because like, when well, you go there go now, more thirsty
1: of an item than that or shot glass. Oh, they already have shot glasses.
0: I think. Oh no, they don't. They don't because it's Nintendo. But, um, but yeah, I think they're going to definitely have to make room for Amiibo. Because when you go to the Nintendo World store, when I was there in September, it's like, they have Amiibo kind of scattered all over the place. Like, oh, there's some room over here for some. Oh, we can stick some over here at the Pokemon shirts. Oh, we'll put this uh, giant display kind of in the middle of, like, a Pokemon s- section. But I think they're going to dedicate Amiibo, especially now that, like, there's so many amiibos, like the Animal Crossing ones, and even ones we didn't think would get individually packaged now are, namely um, the Skylander amiibo crossover figurines.
1: Patient of Virtue.
0: Yes, so you
1: have been wanting those, haven't you? I have. But I refused to get them because they were packaged with the games, and... Which meant spending
0: 75 or or $100. At least. Or $105 if you got both.
1: Yeah, but it's not that they're really separately. That pretty much resolves that. So no, nope. they, they went live like going into this weekend that the podcast goes up. Have you bought yours? Nope. Because now I have the interesting thing to decide. Like, do I just want to get them both? Just like both individually? <laughs> right. Or do I just want to get the Turbocharged Donkey Kong bundle and then just buy Bowser by itself so that I could just play the game with Elvis? Well, here's the tricky thing
0: Do you want the dark versions? No. Okay, because the dark, that's the, for the real collectors, that's where Activision still has the upper hand because in terms of making money. Because how they're working it... Up, I don't know, should... I a real
1: collector. That's just more like... For the chumps. Yeah.
0: If you're a collector that <laughs> wants every single Amiibo ever made, you will buy those. That is what collecting means in this case.
2: Mm.
0: Right? Just because you guys don't want it doesn't mean they're not for collectors. In fact, I'd say they're more for collectors than anything. For collectors but and kids that want to be like... They, the dark they, they, side.
1: they, seem, they seem more like... you
3: know if it feels like... Like chump bait than actually like, the yeah, if It feels
1: like, like like oh, like a real collector wants to get like one of each. And then like the people that are making the product are going like, all right, we need to squeeze everything we can at least collect. Oh, let's just make a... I don't know, I'm not we, we're, saying it's wrong.
0: Right? I'm saying people will still do it. because Some people have to get every color variation of everything to have the full collection in their
1: mind. Uh, I, are I, guess, I, guess, I guess in my mind, like, I don't see that as like right, a valid thing to collect.
0: Right, but that doesn't mean there aren't people like, do. No, no, no. Yeah. no, yeah. no, no <laughs> just so no, no, you guys no, shot no, it down. No, yeah. no, people no, can collect
1: yeah, people people get can like it, it, but it's definitely yeah. a chip. Yeah, oh, yeah, it's
0: a rip-off. Yeah, it's stupid. Yeah, people can collect whatever yeah, they want. I mean, if they want a
1: Dark Bowser, that's going to be cool for them. Yeah, but, yeah. Yeah, like I was saying, like, it's
0: a collected chip. Yeah, so those, you still have to buy the individual full star kits. Because, like, for those who don't know the Skylander situation, um, how it it came out in September, and for 75 bucks, you would get the Amiibo, the vehicle, the starter, the game, and the the portal for the figurines. That's 75 on 3DS, 100 on Wii U, and that was the only way to get um, Hammer Slam Bowser with his clown car, uh, clown cruiser, and Turbo Charge DK. Is that always called? With his barrel blaster, right? Those yeah. are the names. Yeah. So the only way to get those would be to get do it that way. Now, however, as of this past Friday. um Activision's like, oh yeah, you know what? We'll just just you can get DK and his Barrel Blaster for twenty five bucks. Here you go. Or you know, you want Bowser and his Clown Cruiser? here. It's another twenty five bucks. If you recall, well, I find so funny is if you recall, like back when <laughs> the game it, it's worthy of a chuckle. Back when the game first came out, everyone's like, why why aren't you selling amiibo separately? And Activision's like, well, we don't want to confuse anyone because like these only work with the Nintendo versions of Skylanders Supercharged, but we have skylanders as a brand for all platforms known to mankind ever so we need to you know not confuse people well they found a great solution to that when they put these out on the shelf they just put a giant label on the box that says only compatible with nintendo platforms and it's like yep you could have done that in september too but now you wanted to make your money so that's okay we called them on the bs back when they said it initially but it's just kind of funny to see them now like
1: that's up yeah. So so
0: so, what do you think you're gonna do? Are you actually gonna get a Skylanders game?
1: Um, maybe. I mean, it looks fun enough with just as something that I could play with Elvis. I mean, right. Also, and I um, just recently like we we're going through Woolly World. I just turned a hundred percent it. Yeah. And we've cleared off two world where now we have to have like some more to go just to like get every single little stamp. Just kind of annoying, but I just think like another game where we could do that. Just like. It. it doesn't seem as fun one player, right, but right. For two. Well, player, get the Wii U one. I think the novelty enough of playing as Bowser and Donkey Kong in a game that's not Nintendo is cool enough. Hey, did you, you ever see.
0: did you ever get NBA Street Volume Three where you could dunk his Mario over like LeBron James?
1: Not even Mario could get me to buy a basketball game. All right, that's my thought. Um, just make <laughs> yeah, sure you can. Got th- we got. I have three hoops. A game based on like he
0: means real basketball, oh. um, opposed to hoops. Real
3: basketball. Game.
0: Well, you're wrong, <laughs> but um, just if you get Skylanders, make sure you get the Wii U one because the 3DS one isn't even Skylanders; it's a racing game it's themed around Skylanders.
1: Or you can get both if you want racing. It. It. No. Then, then I might as well just buy the. You might as well
0: just get all of it and spend five hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> Here's a cheaper option.
1: I'm going to go back and buy the one that complained about earlier. Yeah,
0: there you go. Problem solved. But um, yeah, that pretty much does it for. Um, unless you guys have anything else, that's I, that's pretty much like. News and predictions and things for 2016. Hmm. Nice silent moment on what the podcast. Moment of silence for for the year that was for the troops. For the, tr- <laughs> for the troops.
1: <laughs> well, I guess it's on a random. Yeah, I'm gonna try really hard to every podcast at the end just one sentence. Invite. Right? I'm gonna try to give one. How many 2016 resolution? Yeah, we'll we we'll say that. How sure. many how many podcasts are there in a year? Roughly. We, well, with 52
0: know? weeks in a year, we do half of that, roughly. A little more than half because so of like E3 and stuff. No, we're probably around 30 a year, if I had to guess. Maybe mm. 28. So I guess like for every... Wait, part, wait, 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 wait. What did you say? 36? I've, 26. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. It's like 36 isn't it, right. We'd probably do about 30.
1: Hmm. Maybe a few. I guess I could give... I'm going to give one reason why I think Bowser's so great in every single podcast. Ooh, this different. is good.
0: Okay, well, think hard because we're almost at the end of this one, but first... It's going to be like... His hair is green. That's one day. Yeah. Well, keep my hands dude. His hair's not That's green. So good. Yeah, oh, his, oh, his shell. <laughs> well, there you go. His hair's, his hair's not green. That's two separate ones. His hair's orange. The first one will be easy, but I'll, do, I'll have to get you more get creative. creative. Don't just do colors. Get really creative. All right. Um, but before we get to that, and I'm actually really excited. We're not excited. But I'm really curious to see what you're going to say. We got to talk about what we're playing, which in this case is our belated Steamroll Heist impressions that I cut you off on last episode. I was so. It was your game of the year for 2015. It was. And now it's 2016, and you must hate it because it's a new year. No, um, yeah, tell us about it. So it's, it's, tell us about it. Why, why do you like it so much? Because I, I did rudely cut you off last episode, so. Ooh.
3: Give me a second to
0: gather to your thoughts. All right. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> <Why? So. laughs> For those wondering, he was, I don't know, he has his laptop, and I don't know what he was looking at, but he was closing things fast.
3: I just, uh, I was, I just quit a game, mid Hearthstone match, pretty sure I was winning.
0: But, well, you know what? It's that dedication to this podcast that makes it all worth it for me. how big listeners. of a gamer he is. He can't stop gaming.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: I'd like to, the listeners to know that Angel and I, the, the two that actually have their faces on the Artwork for what th- this episode you're looking at. Do not play games while recording. It's only our third chair who can come and go. Who's a free spirit of the show that is free to play games. Should we have a ghostly me
1: on the... <laughs>
0: <laughs> we just have his eyes, like, hovering, slightly faded out above our heads. Just, like, really creepy. Like, But anyway, see more Eyes. Yes. Yeah. So, um... It's a good game. So, yeah, okay, so it's totally different from Dig, right? And you can it's from
3: artists. what? Oh, Dig, yeah. Art style's different. The gameplay is different.
0: Well, the art Style is kind of similar. Well, I mean, it's, I mean, it's robots, similar,
3: but yeah. it's. it's as I was seeing Jose play the. Steam
1: Dig HD. Yeah,
3: the one on the Wii U. Yeah, I started going and, uh, it. All the models are definitely more cartoony. Oh, yeah,
1: yeah.
3: And then in here, it's all dark and so really detailed. In the background is. it a 3D
0: effect, or is it just
2: kind of a. Oh, yeah, like, the, the, there's an
3: open world, kind of like Little Big Planet. Uh-huh. Where well, it's more like visually. It's, I guess it's like Galaxy Two, where you pick your level, and and Pikmin in the sense where you see your little ship go through. I mean, you, you see your ship fly to each level.
0: Oh, I see. Okay, so once you're on the level, what you actually do? Like, what's the actual?
3: Oh uh, okay. You for every, about? What you for every. Yeah. Okay. So you have your crew. Each crew has different abilities and, and all personality. Robots. Yes, they're all robots. But that's,
0: that's my great contribution to this conversation.
3: They run by steam. and There um, is a
0: world of it, of, of said steam.
3: And then there's also enemies that run on diesel, which is more efficient, apparently. And sure. Okay, so you start a level. Uh, each level, there's a different amount of crew members you could take. So sometimes it's just one robot. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you could take two. Sometimes even five, I think. No, four is the most I've seen, I think. And um, it's a real-time strategy mm-hmm. that involves... Uh, I guess some weird shooting mechanics where the bullets ricochet off everything.
0: Yeah, I did get a tried at E three, at the indie night thing we went to, and that was actually something I found kind of interesting. It's like when you're shooting, it's not just like I'm aiming at the opponent, boom, done. You have a bit of a li- it shows you a line of where. The only some is. weapons. Some you, weapons. Only
3: the sharpshooters
0: have right laser sight stuff, and then you have to like it's almost like a physics puzzle where it's like figure out. Yeah, where could, do, what do I shoot at to ricochet to hit the guy who's, like, actually below me and around a corner? Or yeah.
3: Whatever. But only, some, only certain people could use this type of guns. Mm-hmm. But, so, it's not... So, it's not... You're not coming into the game like, oh, well, this game's pretty easy. Yeah, it's just gonna show me where I could right, shoot. Right. But you can't. Um, okay, so...
2: It's
0: turn-based, right? Yes. From what I remember.
3: It's turn-based on... Well... It's like a
0: real time. It's
3: like a. It's a real time strategy, strategy game. game. It's like that other game. It's like a oh. size
0: growing advance wars. Well, except each except have tanks you have like individual. Each robots.
3: character has a, an action and a s- they could either sprint or attack. Right. So you have your movement. Let's say you can move ten spaces mm-hmm. in total. Sure. And then six of those space spaces are like orange, which means you could run to any of those, mm-hmm. and still attack after you move.
0: You know what this sounds like, awesome. But then
3: there's, like, four extra spaces. If you want to move your total amount of spaces, you could possibly move. Yeah. You could just run it, which is sprinting, I guess, called in the game, but then right. you can't attack after that. And you automatically end your turn. So you could either decide, like, okay, I can move here, then shoot, or you just completely run away or get a better vantage point. So
0: that's just kind of... S- kind of like a standard turn-based strategy game except you're in side-scrolling almost platform played played
3: Codename um, Steam but it's I assume it's the exact coding. same thing Yeah, when you're describing
0: it that's why I was like you know what it sounds like it sounds like flat Codename Steam like Code Name Steam if it was presented as like a Mario level <laughs> like side-scrolling that's or it like makes, a Metroid I guess makes me sense. think that I probably like Codename Steam I ever bought it dude it's like dirt cheap on it I was like 14 bucks. I recommend it to anyone listening. Coding is totally worth the 14 bucks, especially after they updated um, the, the speed of the menus and the ter- enemy turns.
1: I'll never know that. There's a demo, I think
0: I have it. Yeah, and you could buy it, or I could like, maybe borrow it. <laughs> <laughs> you still haven't it borrow- virtual virtual I know. I, okay, you remind me to bring it. But anyway,
3: SteamWorld. <laughs> back to Steam So, before we start, um, you pick your crew depending on. Uh, I guess the strategy you might want to go into each one has different abilities like some dude is better off has his specific ability is you could attack twice with melee Mm -hmm. oh that's right each person has different stats there are like your melee is different your uh, range your attack damage is different Mm. obviously and um, sprint and your health so some people and weaponize a oh, weapon, yeah, it's type, type of weapon of they the could use. Or?
0: Oh, yeah, I mean, weapon, yeah, okay.
3: it's type of weapons that they could, and only certain robots could use certain type of weapons. Right, right. And, um, before you go into level, uh, what is it, what am I gonna
1: say? They get to pick who you want to take, depending on what strategy you want to do.
3: Yeah, okay, so yeah, some could, some heal after getting hit, another robot, there's like a if you're lower if you have less than 50 percent of health all her attacks do double Mm -hmm. and if she kills one person she could attack an additional time or some person has an vulnerability right i mean yeah and so just pick and choose whatever you want and how you want to go in maybe you go in and your strategy fails so like oh i might change it up
0: right right
3: use these people instead of these people
0: so why why are you (laughs) what's the premise why are you doing this (laughs) Like okay. what's, the, what's the must be a heist or something? I assume there's heisting involved, but is that a verb? Heisting? It's a verb now. Why? Why? What are you taking, stealing? What? What?
3: Mostly, I mean, okay, So I guess in every stage of swag, you could steal your guns.
0: And then, what, like, what? But there. Um... Right, okay, so what's there's. What's the story here? What's going on? Why are you doing this? <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, the premise. premise, man.
3: It's not story time.
0: I want it to be both. <laughs> I want you to paint a beautiful picture of words and imagery and gameplay. So listeners. in a world
3: deprived of water.
0: There we go. <laughs> <laughs> Mad Max. Is it deprived of water? Yes. Oh, I thought you were just starting Mad Max's plot.
3: No, you, your money is, is water. Your currency is water.
0: Mm. Oh, well, that's true in SteamWorld Day 2, isn't it? Yeah, that's they were on water. Consistent.
3: And they ran on Steam.
1: Yeah. Maybe it's in the Steam World universe. It is.
3: So there's these pirates. Or, I kind of forgot the... A little bit of the premise but i just know you and your crew first are going around um beating up these robots that i guess they're just stealing people's stuff but the reason they're they're being uh evil robots uh-huh. is that they're being brought back to life from different robot parts so some person was killing robots and putting them back to our putting them back to life with different robot parts and i guess since they're different ro- since they're different robot parts. It's Different personalities, and Mm. that's why the ropes are insane and they're evil. So that's like Frankenstein. That's like the first section of the game, which is in total every time you beat a level, you get ranked like three stars, depending on the little submissions you do. And in total, it's like 30 something in the first subsection. And then you
0: actually sounds like a nice replayability boost. Is like if you want, if you're a guy that likes to do score attacks, there's probably like the most efficient way to beat a level or the best strategy per level. Oh, yeah, and each each
3: all different. Most of the levels are random, are randomized. The ship that you invade is randomized. The oh ship, really? Yeah.
0: Oh, that's interesting. That's another thing it borrows, I guess, from Dig because Dig, which I have played, it's completely randomized every time you go down. Or not every time, but every
3: every time session. Every play. new every, game.
0: Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah every like, new game. Not every time you go down. Every yeah, time. Come, yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty
3: sure I should, yeah no. The that, enemy that, in,
0: yeah. I realize that made no sense because the whole point is to keep digging. Yeah. So it's every new game you start; it's a completely different
2: layout. Yeah.
3: So yeah, at first you're just destroying the evil robots that are bringing them back to life with like alien technology, Uh and the next where the section I'm at is now is like there's the royalist where it's like the 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 you of robots, white people
0: (laughs) (laughs) robots. Yep, I am white.
3: (laughs) So it's all the privileged robots. (laughs) 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 All right. And um, so now it's like. They're keeping all the money away from, like, all the other little robots.
0: I don't do that.
3: <laughs> no, and they're like, yeah, let's stick it to the queen. And I am i was about to fight her, but I haven't.
0: That's more like a classist thing than a race yeah. thing. What? It's yeah, it's like a class. A, it's more like <laughs> I mean, the, the plebeians <laughs> versus the, like, bourgeois, that is. Like, the the whites versus the like, whoever.
3: Well, <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much it. It's just, like, everyone... I mean the right now right, the story is like the royal the royal people depriving people from water and stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's like let's help everyone.
0: So this is your first strategy game, right? Like you said that before.
3: No, I've or played. First real uh, strategy. X-Con? There you go. Xcom. No. Xcom. No. <laughs>
0: uh, X. Oh, I love that game, but I don't know its name. You love it so much. It, it made such an impact on your life. You can't remember its name. I
3: haven't played it in a while. Is it a 3DS game? Yeah,
0: the 3ds game,
3: but I want to I want to think about it before you X, guys.
0: XCOM for 3ds. Oh,
3: there's a part two coming.
0: Oh, 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 oh. Oh, the cross, cross. It's Namco yeah. Bandai, Capcom, and Sega. Project XCom. Damn it. Project
1: X-ome. Yeah, yeah right it's back X-ome. there. That's why there I is a sequel
0: it. coming. And fun fact, it's a Fire Emblem characters will be in it.
3: Unfortunately, mm. that's not
1: fun.
0: I'm sure someone out there is like, that sounds
1: fun. <laughs> Phoenix Wright is in it. That's that's, what that's fun. fun.
0: Fire Emblem. Not fun, I guess. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so, so how...
1: Not a cup of tea. Nothing
0: not, right. not fun. So, obviously, you like SteamWorld Heist because you called it your game of the year. It is my game of so, the year.
3: And so, another cool thing is that between levels, you can change the difficulty. Mm-hmm. Um, there's, a thing like veteran experience and normal. And depending on the difficulty, you get awarded more XP for your people. If not... I mean... Yeah, and if you lower it, then you get low less XP. Right, right. So once you you can redo levels, like oh, I know how this level Another is. Let's put it to exp- put It's put it to veteran. I mean to experienced, and then just more monsters, more robots, are spawn if you have it in a harder mode.
0: Right, it's all about it's, it's usually killing all the ones in the level, right? No, or, they, they focus. Oh,
3: that's right. Uh, for each level, sometimes it. Um, you have to kill all the Steam bots, mm-hmm. but for the most part, it's, it's, like, just collect all the swag and leave. So, oh, I guess okay. it's, like, a heist. So, you could
0: actually sneak around them if the level permits No, it.
3: you can't sneak around. They always know where you are. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I do remember from the demo at E3 that there are security cameras, too. So, you don't have to take it. Or not. Sort like of. They're, like, turrets. They're, not, they're turrets. Yeah, turrets. Because
3: they... Oh, God. So, in some levels, they have, uh, like, a an alert, I guess. An yes. alarm. Uh-huh. And then sometimes... Um, the longer you're there, the more the harder it gets, because the alarm. At, like in one school, I guess one one, thre- one threat level, threat level one. Um, only some monsters. I mean, only some, I keep calling them monsters. <laughs> it's, it's, they are,
0: you know, in that world of robots where they're Frankenstein together. I they are monsters. monsters, yeah.
3: <laughs> but so some levels you go in to only steal the heist, and the threat level is already like at one, and then. The longer you take, the threat level increases to 2, and that's, like, when the turrets oh, so come out. pressure. Yeah, there's a lot of pressure in the so levels.
0: So you can't even just, like, sit and strategize. You gotta keep moving.
3: For the most part, yeah. It does
0: sound a lot like Codename Steam.
3: Because, uh, code like, at one point, um, I had all my people... Well, I had one person stay behind just to, like, uh-huh. grab the last little bag of swag. Uh-huh. While the other two, like, already ran for the exit. Right. But by that time, it was, just, like, threat level 3. Every single round there would be three more enemies coming out. Right. So it just right. keeps increasing and increasing. And that point I had like everyone just run away. But so yeah,
0: it like So basically at any one time you're what? Juggling, getting all the swag, doing it efficiently, taking out enemies. And, yeah, before just making sure you're not overwhelmed. You and doing it with up to like four or five robots
1: at mm-hmm.
2: once.
0: Mm-hmm. That's not like, so it, that like
1: it'd be really So given that fun. you have to run back to the ship, like it does it do that thing where once you pick up a piece of swag you it's automatically in your magical inventory and Well oh, like, that
3: depends. It if you if the swag is in within wait what? Magical inventory. Oh
1: well, like that thing where kinda of something that we did in some video games where like, oh I'm gonna stay right near the exit and I'm gonna go collect the thing. So as soon as I got it, you just went out the exit and we automatically had it.
3: Oh no, every time you like, like once that, you that's get,
0: genius. I see that's why I wish I had a similar <laughs> As an only child I did not have that luxury.
3: <laughs> no, <laughs> as when you collect when you do all your objectives, there's a uh, an evacuation point, so all your people have to be there. All your players, all your current
0: machines that are in the level. Wait, so to update be. my my little thing here, so there's even more to juggle because you have your yeah, there's a rendezvous point. Working as quickly as you can, taking care of all the enemies before they take care of you, juggling four characters at once, and needing to get all four of those characters across the entire stage. Yeah, or depend, us, depending where part. the yeah, where the exit is.
2: Wow, so that sounds like Jason that sound, kind of game. Well, that sounds, sounds really like. like
3: while two people could be at the exit, the last person's trying to run for it. Right. You can have the other two just shooting him while the last one
0: just actually uses up really, all his movement. Actually, that's does sound really fun. It was really it's, fun. And I assume... It was really addicting. Yeah, judging... Yeah, I was going to say, judging on Image Inform's track record with SteamWorld, Dig, I imagine it's one of those games that, like, you're like, I'll just play one or two stages, and then, like, seven stages later, you're like, uh, I'm still here.
3: Yeah, and then there's also a bunch of... Uh, each person could, be before you start a level, there's three slots to equip items to them. Uh-huh. So it's like, you could increase their health by one, or increase their melee by one. Just yeah. to change up the game. Give them an extra action. It's a lot of depth. Yeah. It sounds like intimidating, but it's really not.
0: Yeah, it sounds like one of those things that's just like, once you're in the midst of it, you're just like everything just kind of clicks in place. And it's like, okay, I'm doing this. I'm there's also
3: no, like, uh, there's no... I guess the punishment. There's none of that. I guess <laughs> <laughs> no farce. The the punishment for like losing a robot mid game, mm-hmm. uh, I guess it's it's not that bad. You just lose some of your stuff. Uh you lose a lot of money actually, right. but you don't lose that robot forever. Oh, it's not like Fire Emblem. He just comes. Yeah, it's not
0: a one and done sort of deal. Yeah, he'll be
3: in the ship. He or she will be in the ship. It's... back. No, no, have genders.
0: Huh. So it's 2016. How dare you suggest? Gen- we move forward with gender politics in the robot world, and you need to catch up.
1: I didn't know. I
3: I'm pretty sure it's not twenty sixteen.
1: <laughs> 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 fair point. Fair point. Uh,
0: so now, my one last question for you about it is: This is probably one of the more expensive eShop games on the three DS. It is fourteen. It was, but standard price is twenty. I don't. Buy it so, I know because they had an introductory price. But standard price is 20 So... Would you say, based on how far you're in, it's worth 20 Because, I mean, it is... From what you've described and from what i well, tried at E3 and what we've seen just on the web, it does... I, honestly, it looks like it could be a package retail game. It's just from a developer that doesn't have a publisher. So...
3: At, at first... Because, um, okay, so... Do you know how each level gives you ranking? The most... I mean, if you do all the objectives, you get three stars yeah. automatically. Yeah. And in total, it gives you, like... In the bottom right of the screen of your little hub, mm-hmm. it shows you how many stars you have out of that total section. Mm-hmm. So you're out right off the bat. You're like, okay, 43 stars is going to be this amount of levels already. Right. So once I completed that, I thought at first I was going to be like, that's that, that's a game. That's it. It's it be very short. Yeah. Was like for, I already collected my 40 something stars. Yeah. And then that, they opened the new section. It was like boom, 40 oh, more extra stars. Right. And there's a so so far there's like two sections with a lot of levels. I, for fourteen, I would I would already say that's worth it,
0: but so if they throw in one more section, that's right. Then and then there's a gun or... I
3: can't afford, uh-huh. which I'm pretty sure that like I'm pretty sure there's another section after that. Well, right. I'm I'm at a boss right now, but if there's another section after that boss, it would be completely worth twenty bucks. I would say.
0: I mean, from what I remember from E three, the production values are really good, like for a three DS game. Yeah, so. I mean, so even from that angle, it's probably worth the, the premium.
3: Um, yeah I would, I would say it's worth it for cool. sure <laughs> anyone with a 3DS
0: yeah I need I, honestly I need to pick it up because I really like World Dig we talked about it on the show when it first came out and I was really into it um, we even gave away a copy over the summer during our shop giveaways during the summer um, that did happen it did ha- it was a thing um, yeah so I just I don't know why I haven't jumped in on Steamboat Heist yet like I need to get on that based on what you're saying it sounds super super fun I do not hate video games I wouldn't be talking about them for approximately an hour and 45 minutes straight just now 43 I said approximate approximate means I can round okay but uh, anything else you want to say about Seymour Heist or should we wrap Um, it up mm
3: -hmm. You could... There's a little slow motion part when you knock out the hats. Of the enemies. I remember that. Yeah, the yeah. game has a
0: sense of humor. I remember that from the E3 d Yeah, each
3: it, little... Per, each robot has, like, their own personality. There's one dude doing puns, really right? obviously. There's always a pun guy. Right, right. There's one dude always um, talking about his sea life and how he hates whales for whatever reason.
0: That's very random. Yeah, so, like, they all <laughs> have their little personality. It uh, sounds very nintendo in that regard.
3: And then the bar. It was a weird... No... no uh hate towards oh. image and form but like, so when all the st- robots talk or even in steamworld dig they would do like the little weird noises
0: kind of like a banjo but robotic yeah yeah
3: but then in the bars they have uh, live entertainment and it's like actual music with lyrics like all westerny <laughs> Wait, but, but it it's like, all like some like western robot, game like gibberish singing. no 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 it's lyrics oh like real lyrics. like actual like, music made from the game coming out the speakers yeah. lyrics wow I think I
2: find one.
0: Oh, oh yeah, you do have the the game sitting here. That's I'm how... A spoiler alert, everyone. That's how he is pulling up the stats that you have for your characters. He you had the screen up.
1: But,
3: yeah, let's see if I'm at the right place. I am not at the right place.
1: Well, never mind. <laughs> everyone, just go to YouTube. Go Wait, to. But um, no no hate on them. Just said they put live back. Like, like.
3: Oh, yeah, it's it just weird that, like, okay, the robots could. could not talk English, but there's robots that could sing in English for whatever <laughs> reason.
0: Well... It's kind of like how a lot of people could sing along to American bands in countries that they don't know English as well. In. You just oh, learn the sounds. Getting... You hear a recording on a whatever oh. device robots listen to music on, and you're like, "I'm gonna learn these phonetic sounds and sing whatever." No,
1: I mean, I mean that, that's the that's the fantasy explanation, but I guess we all like the the real world explanation. Yeah, like, it's well, like oh, I voice know. recording is expensive, so they have to make trade mm-hmm. for. Well yeah, yeah except line.
0: for the music they splurge because they're okay. Oh, is this it? Here, put up to the mic. To leave, leave, These are robot things.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Thanks.
0: And if anyone would like, we're all going to a jazz <laughs> club immediately after this episode, so come join us and we'll be listening to the fine stylings of whatever that robot's name is. Who knows? I'm assuming her name's Tilda for some reason. I don't know why. Tilda? Tilda, Tilda, Jazzbot three thousand. There we go. But anyway, that so so you do recommend the game Thank even you. with the lyrics and all. Yep. Cool. All right. yeah, I definitely need to check Give it out. Give me free I've, stuff. Inform. Im- <laughs> <and> <laughs> we uh we did get to meet um their head developer guy at E3. He's a really nice dude. Um anyway, that pretty much does it. Speaking of free stuff, actually, good segue to our final bit yeah. here on the show. In
2: I the do want to remind is. everyone
0: all of January. Thanks to our listener, um, John. P. We are giving away games. What on you think our that Twitter. P stands for. I know, but I'm not gonna say his no, name a, on the air. Oh, you do know. No. Yeah, he oh, emailed okay. them to me. I have his name, <laughs> but I'm not gonna be like John and blow. I thought he, he
3: contacted you as John P. So no, I'm no, like, what no, do you no. think that P stands? No, for?
0: No, it uh, person. No, it's it. Yeah. It would be weird if I was like, so, uh, thank you, John. Here's all his personal information. His social security is 521. No, it's bank uh, Well, his if he emailed you
3: his social security, that's already weird. That
0: yeah, would be very weird. He did not do that. He just sent me, uh, sent us four game codes giveaway. You guys, so we're doing about once a week. So if you haven't been following us on Twitter at Nintendo, oh, He likes us. He, he, he wants to be part sure of the podcast. Sure to do. So he, uh, well, he, we've mentioned it before multiple times actually because he pointed out every time we incorrectly said oh, that Amiibo yeah. were available when they actually weren't and we just had weird actual evidence and it's a good thing he did.
1: Because the world revolves It's a good around. thing uh.
0: he did because we do think the, vol- the world revolves around us here in LA <laughs> and he's like like no it doesn't and we're like you're right <laughs> and it gives us video games to share with everyone. So no but thank you again John for doing that but yeah so all month long we're giving away on our Twitter account at Ramtendo make sure to follow We already gave away the first one which was Runner 2 for the Wii U um, and congrats to our winner of that, which we announced on Twitter. Currently, as this episode is posted on the site, we are giving away uh, Oli, Oli, or Oli. Oh yeah, Take your pick. Skateboard. I know it's Oli, Oli. I, I. Yeah. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do that over. Currently on the site, we're, we're or on Twitter. Wow. Do over number three. No, seriously, on Twitter we're giving away Oli, Oli right now. Contest is open until January twelfth, and then um, all you need to do is retweet and follow, or follow and retweet the order's up to you. Um, and then we are going to pick a winner at random for that. And then we have two more coming throughout the month. And maybe some more if we're feeling a little extra frisky about it. So just follow us on Twitter. You don't want to miss out on those. Um, it's our little way of kicking off 2016 for you guys. You also want to follow us, because that's how you can find out about our next episodes. Or alternatively, you can subscribe to us on that iTunes. That's going
3: to be a more fun way or to do a
0: choice than what a twitter retweet well we do stuff on the site this one was just kind of like a little uh,
3: yeah i mean i guess for big 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 yeah big i mean stuff.
0: we we when we did the holiday memory mm, yeah i guess yeah deserves... we just we diversify we want to give everyone an equal shot so if you don't like commenting you can have twitter if you don't like twitter you can have commenting so usually we and sometimes we even let you do either one just for these we thought we'd you know reward people who are keeping an eye on us through twitter so uh yeah you can also subscribe trust on itunes where you cannot win an eshop game But you can automatically get the episode download for you, so there's that perk. Um, Mm. So yeah, speaking of Twitter, um, if you want to hear what we individually have to say, I'm Jason, or sorry, I'm JSR7 on there, Uh, Angel is Wero, W-E-R-O underscore O, -O. Elvis is Drake Redcrest, those two names for those two guys are also their Miiverse handles, you can find me as Jason R, feel free to fret, that's Jason R, I realize I said that weird, free Feel free to friend or
2: follow
0: my last name, Jason, and then my first initial, my last name. They won't let me do JSR. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, uh, feel free to friend or follow any of us on Miiverse, and we will be back on January 24th for our next episode, which includes, of course, all the news and game impressions and opinions and whatnot that you come to expect from us, including including i believe nintendo's uh december sales numbers will be up by then so we can see just how good or bad or oh, you know
3: what
2: that average. Means.
0: yep it means jason's sales corner we can see how nintendo did in 2015 and what's sort our of precedent that may send everyone's for favorite corner it's the best corner it's really the only corner and uh, that's impossible because if there's one corner it has to be more than one corner but it's the only corner that matters so we'll see you guys on january 24th uh wait hope. what about the Bowser thing oh right Yes, I already forgot. And to to, to send us off... Um, um, to mm. se- yes, to send us off, Angel. Bowser reason number one. We're going to number each one every episode. So episode 115, Bowser reason number one.
1: That so, your fave. we have to start with the most obvious one. Um... First, I really love Bowser's design. I love the color choices. I love orange. I love green. I love... That's a lot of red orange. single reasons. <laughs> well, no, I love this design. Okay, yeah, yeah. And I mean, like... Because I mean, I, I could just go like, oh, I love that he has an orange, like, I'm, torso. I'm glad then you're Then reason number that. two. Uh, he has I'm green shell. I'm glad you're shell. not doing that because that means by like,
0: by, like, E3 in June, you're going to be getting real weird with your reasoning. It's going to be like, I don't even know. Well, yet. by
1: doing it this way, so I'm, I'm going to be... I'm you're, gonna, you're making it hard for yourself, I'm gonna, which uh, I know that's that's like, I wanna give, be legitimate about it. So yeah, I love his design. It's very right. imposing yet not totally scary. It's like it's just it's a random amount of cool. It's like friend yeah, he's invitingly invitingly evil? invitingly evil. He's like, Yeah, I'm gonna kidnap your princess. The combination but you're be fine with I it. mean the combination of roundness <laughs> to no, design clashes <laughs> nicely with the sharpness. It's like you could give me a hug. But it might hurt.
0: And with that, (laughs) ladies and gentlemen, we will see you on January 24th. Thanks for listening, as always. And good luck with your other 30 reasons. It's going to be spectacular.